what's up everybody nice to see you guys again welcome to another episode of change yourself change the world episode x again not really sure when this released or how it's released so it's episode x all the time now we got a i got a few things i want to talk about but i'm gonna just let you get to it man like, we were talking about the bill that just passed in california that everybody's tripping on and you're right um there's a lot of focus on normalizing sex and sexualities and and i think it's all under the guise of freedom but at the same time like it's okay to explore and be open but for someone to force all these things on you and all these ideas and all these possibilities like i think i think it is too much for kids especially like that cuties video everybody's hating on right now that shit is sick even the clips you see on instagram I, every time i'm like Ugh, what the like it's 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 so weird to see young kids trying to be sexual and they normalize it throughout this whole thing yep. and and i don't care if they were trying to point the they're trying to make a i don't know they were trying to make it about how sexual everything is but they turned out making a softcore porn like you don't, that's, I don't think that's how you're supposed to do things. I, I, I think a lot of people are going to cancel Netflix, and I don't know if this tweet was real, but I posted it. And it said, Netflix said most of our content is is non like pedophile free or something that. like that. I was like, what? <laughs> the hell? I don't think they would tweet that. I don't think I don't know, but imagine that. Like, that's insane. What are you guys thinking, man? I, I don't understand how they're allowing that. And they're calling it an award willing because it won an award at like some France music uh, like festival or something like that. I think it was Sundance. Okay, there you go. But I just, I just don't understand how I could agree with you on that. Like you're sexualized. These kids are like 11 years old, man. That's insane. Yeah. I actually like was curious and I turned it on and I was like, this is, they're trying to like act like adults at that age. It's like so crazy. That's so interesting. Yeah, I mean, this this has been going on for a long time. Like they've been like directly in our faces because it, it's like, what the fuck? Yeah, I've, hopefully this is the uh, the last straw that makes people wake up to this whole uh, pedophilic, pedovoric, you know, trafficking thing that's going on under the scenes, and that uh, Maxwell and um, you know is kind of unveiling. I I think that Maxwell is, is a big key part and keeping her alive I think is very very important right now extremely important I actually agree when Trump said I wish her well yes you do want huh who's Mossad I see that name thrown around a lot Maxwell no Mossad M-O-S-S-A-D yeah I see that I'm not sure I don't know what Mossad is where are you, where are you watching this they're like, cause supposedly there's some sort of Mossad's agents that like, or something along those lines. I, I don't know. Might be a government. I've only heard it in terms of government agents or like, yeah, like, that, you, like secret service or something. Can you give me recording or sharing permission? Uh, I found an article that talks about it. It's like basically Wexner, Maxwell, Mossad and Mega Group. Basically they're a part of this um, J, Mafia. Oh, I, I like I like the the code words. <laughs> yeah, so they're they're uh, you know they're all in it together. 
Oh, so I assume one of them is Mossad. Interesting. Yes, Jeffrey Epstein was not the head of the snake. He was only the mid-management. Yeah, was, was assigned to work. Working. Was assigned by Israeli intelligence to work for Maxwell in the 80s? Who reported to Wexner? Damn. Dang, sounds like uh, we're going up the chain then. Yeah. I mean, that's why you want mid-level management to be kept alive because you want to get the big guys at the top. Epstein was never at the top. He was just extravagant with the shit. Like most people traffic aren't trafficked on private planes. Yeah, I don't know. How but this whole issue has been going on for literally since society started like since society started, I'm pretty sure we've had these tribalistic pedophilic issues. The point is, like, how do you get rid of that? How do you stop that? How do you... How do we get more people to fucking rise up? Like, when people just say stand up or, like, get off off your back, like, well, how do you get... What do you do? Yeah, what do you do? What do we What do we do here? How do you stop all these things? I mean, the only way I see to stop all these things is to stop giving them money. They can't yeah. finance everything if they don't have money. This is the only way I can see it. The only way out is to give these people doing all these things, stop giving them money. So someone makes money off human trafficking. Someone makes money off child abuse. Someone makes money off sex. A lot of money over there. Huh? There's gotta be a lot of money. Otherwise people yeah. wouldn't be doing it. Exactly. Do there's a lot then, of money. There's also, they have a lot of money too. They, there's a lot of money being put into putting all these, these uh, pedophilic symbols, you know, that the circle right. thing, um, the pizza, the you know crooked pizza thing like they're constantly bombarding kids shows with these symbols and the re it's the reason they do it is is very subliminal mm -hmm. um it's it's in order to get kids to uh get us to uh feel comfortable with around with those symbols yeah like oh it's just it's just openness it's just uh it's just freedom yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. that's all it is you know and then um uh, by you know they, they have to put in millions and millions of dollars in, into this stuff but i think it's not just you know taking away our funding it's taking away our attention people have to just uh take away their attention from that completely you know and then that where attention go energy flows attention in what way though like just you know we, we can't be watching tv um definitely not netflix you know not just not paying for netflix but don't even watch that for for free you know, bro, they got some fire shows out there like Altered Carbon, though. <laughs> what, what, Altered Carbon? Altered Carbon is a pretty good show. It's about I feel like the second season wasn't as good though. I don't know. That's my opinion. But... I like cool graphics and explosions and fights. Sometimes the storyline goes blah, but I still like seeing all these crazy shit happen. But I get it. Yeah, Netflix is obviously part of the same group that pushes all these things, whether they are directly or indirectly, they're still part of it. Yeah, I mean, it's like the, someone was comparing it to how uh, they have those cigarette things. Um, they pay millions of dollars to have some dude, random dude smoking a cigarette in the back of some, you know, some scene. Right. Yeah. It's true for like product placement. It's like desensitizing people. Exactly, yeah. yeah. I, yeah. but how do we, 
what you see often you're okay with right like you think it's normal but if it's not in your scope of yeah well yeah because otherwise if it's put in your scope they won't be like pull you out and think it's out the norm damn that's so crazy mm -hmm. that's so crazy so things that could very well like aren't very good for like terrible things or signs or symbols like we're talking about are there telling us something and we're just blind to it because it's just like we've been desensitized to it. We, we call it common sense and we do it a lot of, in a lot of ways. We, we say this is common sense and that is common sense, but it's not really common sense. It's just what society thinks we should all think. Um, I'll give you a clear example. One is, is vaccines. They say vaccines is common sense, but every adult in the United States Every single one of us, everybody who's over the age of 25 is not fully vaccinated. They, we are not. We don't have all the vaccine, uh, vaccinations that they're making these kids get. So we don't have complete, or our vaccine schedule is incomplete according to what they're giving now. So are our kids healthier? I, I don't believe so. There's autism is rising, cancers are rising, all types of autoimmune diseases are rising. Vaccines can cause more than one kind of illnesses and, and defects. So that, that's one thing of just, just, people call it settled, settled science. Or this is what it is because this is what it is and don't want to question it. And when you question it, they go, no, 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 blah, 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 blah. And they spit out facts that aren't really facts. They're, yeah. Yeah, they're, they're fucking nonsense at this point in time. And they say, well, it's science. And then you look at other scientists go, no, this is bullshit. And other doctors go, no, this is bullshit. And other researchers go, no, this is bullshit. But no, let's ignore those people because they're not what we think society is. And the same thing with well, pedophilia. Like, if you normalize that it's okay for 11-year-old girls to act like this, then they will act like it. Children push. We, we put barriers on kids because they're they need to know when they shouldn't, they should stop doing things or stop behaving a certain way. You don't just let a little boy go up to the roof and start jumping down because he wants to. No, you set limits. You set barriers. You said, no, this is good for your own health. I don't know. Another stat when it comes to that, to that Netflix or the cuties one is that oh, apparently 600 kids auditioned for that show. Oh my God. 600. Six hundred parents. Can, can you imagine kids. those those um, experts? Just you know. Yeah. Hmm, I think you need to uh, twerk your, you know, seven year old, ten year old butt a little harder. Get, get, like what the hell? So in one part, it has been normalized a lot, a lot, and to be honest, it was only demonized the past couple of centuries because of religious reasons. Although religions also push early marriages as well, so they're kind of. Yeah. But, but you know, the fact that it's been run, it, it, it's been normal for thousands of years, doesn't make it okay. It's been normal true. for thousands of years for people to just kill each other too. True. That's true. We're we're in an evolved society now. Yeah. Can we can we uh, lift up our standards? Like we have welfare for people, we've never had that, ever. Thousands of years, right? We've had we've had to rely on the community, in a very uh, anarcho-capitalist way, and now we have a lot of uh, you know. UBI related things and yeah, I don't know why that has to be okay. And I will, we know why that, that has to be okay. You know, it's, it's, it's the appetite of the politicians and the, the elitist. But let's, let's look at this though. 
if these people are really for the majority of the people, the majority of the people are not pedophiles. They're not trans. They're not gay. They're not anywhere near that community. So why does that community have so much power? The majority of us are not them. It's not that we hate them or don't like them or persecute them. We just don't think like them. So why are, is everything so focused in such a small percentage of the community? That's my question. Not that I have anything against them. I'm just trying to say, how did they get all this power? I don't know. When you're zoomed in, it's harder to look at it like a bird's eye view of everything. So you don't think as well. Yeah. More distractions. More distractions. So are we all canceling our Netflix? Oh, yep. I'm on it right now. <laughs> oh, well, um, I don't think I'll cancel my Netflix specifically. Actually, I don't even have Netflix, so I just use what's around me, and there you go. Boom. I'm going to cancel mine. I might have somebody's password. It might use theirs still, but I'm not going to pay for it. Yeah. Well, I'm not, I won't pay for Netflix either. <laughs> like, yeah, I don't, I don't even just watch stuff very much. There's just so much to do in life, and, you know, okay. so much to prepare for. Um, I just I don't have time to, to, to watch stuff. I mean, there's so much news to follow in the first place. They're just, we're, we're in that inner spiral of that, you know, that uh, Fibonacci spiral, you know, things are going faster and faster and faster now. Oh. Every day has so much news that I don't have time to do my regular stuff too. That's true. Every day does have tons of new news if we're getting bombarded. I've been listening to a lot of news. I've been listening to a lot of Tim Cast. I just like the points he brings. A lot of the times he goes on in a rant, but yeah, I've been yeah. watching. <laughs> he has a lot of rage. He has a lot of rage. He's like the mini Alex Jones with a little bit less angry. No, a lot less angry. He actually makes some valid logical points many times. What, uh, what are you talking about? Tim Katz. Um, he's an independent journalist. He was on Joe Rogan. That's why I found out about him. And he just researches things and goes deep into them. And right now he's on a Trump, like 2020 kind of like pitch because He's just calling all the lies from the from the left. All the mainstream media lies, he's calling them out. And he, that just makes him realize, well, maybe I should check out what Trump's actually doing because why, why is he being demonized so much by one side? And yeah, that, that's, what, that's, that's what he's on. That's what I've been watching recently. And there's been a lot, but yeah, it's okay. Yeah, I mean, it's uh, mainly, it's, it's the whole, the pro where does he live? Uh, he in Portland? He's in, no, he's in East Coast. Oh, East Coast, okay. Jersey, okay. I think. I don't know. Oh. Yeah. So, yeah, today's 9-11. So, uh, Let's tell our 9-11 story. Oh, what do you guys have? Well, what, what's, what's the biggest uh, uh, thing that strikes in, in your minds? Like, it's just like, you know it's a false flag. What, what that you've seen. And there's so much evidence. There's like 10, 20, so many. Two planes. Three big ass buildings. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> that's, 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 what I was, that's what I posted about. It's like making two goals and getting three points. What? How do, how do you, how do you do that? That that's that's my biggest thing. I don't know how the hell War Trust and Seven kind of just fail. They were just like, oh no. I One to me was the whole how it just completely goes into its own footprint. Right. Three, you know, it's just like. It looks like a demo, demolition job because there's no damage the other buildings around it yeah. that that should have there's, been there's nothing park. left there's 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 no oh, yeah. like smoldering or anything 
Yeah. It would it, concrete turned to dust. Beams disintegrated magically. Oh, the pressure and the pancake effect. It's never been proven. You've never done this ever. It has never been done. So, yeah, unless they can burn a big-ass skyscraper and watch it crumble in and of itself, if they can recreate it, then I might believe their well, shit. The, they said, um, like, uh, that I was watching uh, uh, Corbett Report where he covers a lot of these things, and they actually they were talking about, oh, should we uh, demolition it? Uh, I mean, we should probably, you know, demolition it so that it uh, it doesn't, you know, fall over and hit anything else. And then, like, immediately after he said that, like, like a few minutes later, it just it, <laughs> that's when they blew up the uh, but the that setup. shows it's planned because you you don't just magically set up explosives in the right place with the beams cut in the right way. Yeah, you just like, in, in minutes. What is this, Superman or something? Yeah, are are they Flash? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that that's my biggest thing with with nine eleven. It's it's such a fucking story to buy. I don't see how people buy it. I don't see it. And then them making like how many billions of dollars in insurance? It? Yeah, four point three billions of dollars in insurance. Almost came up. Yeah, it's too fishy, man. There's too many, too many variables. What's the thing that pops you the most? For me personally. Yeah, what makes it super fishy for you? What's extra What's sketchy? The same thing you guys said. Like, how do you have two flights in three buildings? <laughs> yeah. It's, how do you have fucking two planes? How does that, that work? I mean, I don't know. No clue. Even one plane, like I mean, even if you, I mean, even one plane, like, I, I, I didn't get how like a plane can even destroy a building of that size. Like, if we look at the, uh, the okay, animation, like, they account for that in the engineering. Yeah, they they built it to withstand a, a, an impact of a bigger plane. Yeah, like, it was yeah. built to withstand multiple plane impacts. But no. Yeah, look at all this shit, dude. <laughs> this is like subliminal messaging before 9-11. This... And Neo's uh, ID or passport, whatever the hell they had on him, had 9-11 in there too. So it was in the Matrix. That's 2001 or something. And that's what I was reading. Multiple World Trade Centers were destroyed. It wasn't just those three. It was everything around them. Do you think it's the trajectory of the current collective consciousness is like programming and where that energy is leading us to then? A little bit. I don't yeah. think it... I don't, go for it, Alan. Well, because if you're, if you're constantly watching certain news stations, you're constantly certainly programmed in certain ways. So just enough people like lead narratives in a said way you know what i mean like i mean everyone keeps saying that even if trump loses there was a lot of people say he, he wouldn't step down anyways they'll just be a dictator you know what i mean like and say fuck that like if you say that enough times not that it's really gonna happen you can make it happen by manifesting it with enough people yeah like let's go into that one specifically they say trump is gonna if you Loses, he's not going to step down? I heard some shit like that. Like, I mean, he'll just pull some, like, dictator type shit and he'll just, like, won't leave office. Maybe. Like... <laughs> well, here's the thing. 
social media has now made it impossible for Trump to declare victory online. The hell, I'm in. That's in the movie. <laughs> but yeah, so if if Trump says we have one on Twitter or Facebook, they will take it down. If Biden says we have one on Twitter and Facebook, they have no problem with that. Is that not a clear bias? Is that not show you what they what they want? Everything like there's I can't believe people agree and abide by censorship that's happening out there and see no problem with censorship. You guys remember seeing this in high school? Where I you fold, fold the dollar bills and then yeah. it's like a little I, I've never seen building. all of them like that though. This is this is insane. The $5 bill has two towers. The $10 bill has towers on fire. The $20 bill has towers even more on fire. The $50 bill has towers falling down. And the $100 bill has towers destroyed. What in the It's like an animation. Yeah. Literally. These, the level of organization these people have is insane. They do not leave any anything unchecked. I don't think it's like a subliminal programming you know my opinion to that question that Corey said i don't think it's like subliminal programming to uh uh lead to that i think it's subliminal programming just to make us okay with the result and not make us furious you know like we should be furious and like um just on rampaging you know yeah less yeah just more like whatever about it and don't really give it some actual critical thought yeah I mean, Hollywood does this to us all the time. Like, we are so desensitized to killing, to to violence, to explosions, to anger. We're like, yeah, that's cool. Like, it's so easy yeah, to be so blasé really, right now. That's a really good reason to totally. Uh, that's a, that, there's I mean, there's a long list of reasons, but that's a really good reason to not even watch all this action movie stuff. That you know, mm-hmm. you know that that's like probably the the bare minimum that I'm left to now. You know comedy and action stuff um but you know because you're all especially all this you know explosions i think a lot of people might they just be they might just be so desensitized mm-hmm. they don't realize that all of freaking california is on fire and oregon and you know blm is just lighting shit on fire all the time and where's this image here? it's the new normal to be on fire bro <clears throat> oh yeah. man yeah, like look at this map of like all the fires around the. These are not. This is not on purpose. We've never oh, had this happen. The shit. Is all the red on top on fire? No, the the red on top is like uh, depopulation lines. They oh. want to basically. This is like Agenda Twenty One, but the bottom is like they were trying to draw a parallel between uh, all the fires and wanting to move people out of those areas so that they could. Uh, uh, depopulate them when they in the, in the coming years when they set up all the infrastructure and 5G grid and all that stuff. I got a new crazy theory. Just came up with it right now. The Democrats are doing it and they're doing it to get the voters out so they can move people to the right places where they want them to go and win all the localities they need to win. Boom. Nah, this just you need to talk shit, but But then wouldn't that wouldn't that be the well, they've already counted the census and stuff, and that plays a factor into the the um, representation. But uh, 
I think it would work in the opposite favor, right? Because if people move out of those areas, um, that they would be counted less. Well, who's moving out of those areas? Uh, people, it's not the people who probably need all the services that the Democrats provide. It's probably people who are able to move out, which are most likely, I'm not going to lie, they're probably conservative, just voting based on economic political choices. So you got to figure out the people that are moving out, what side were they on in the first place? But yeah, this, this is just random, not even a theory, it's just grasping at nothing right now. But yeah, all these things are, are building up. So I don't know these, this is a little interesting here, the Indian reservations, these little pink areas. Nice. Those might be the only places. Deserts, straight up deserts. Hey man, you can grow some hemp there if the federal government doesn't come bug you. you Texas looks hemp. pretty, mostly okay. They, they, all this yellow are supposedly buffer zones. Highly regulated use. What's, so the red core, what, is, what does that mean core reserves and corridors, little to no human use? Um, I don't know. I don't know, I don't know what this, this, this map is or you can, where it came from. NAFTA 200 minus national zone cooperation. I just try enlarging it. But how do you get out of this one? How do you get out of Agenda 21? Is there anything we can do? Or do we just accept it and be happy that we're here now before everything actually shifts, before everything hits the fan, or before all the shit hits the fan? David Ike says, don't acquiesce. Don't acquiesce. Don't acquiesce. That's too complicated of a word. <laughs> I think, yeah, that, um, that's, you know, that's the present. Don't never acquiesce. Yeah. But there's a lot more. Um, you know, we, we have to keep our bodies clean, keep our minds right. clean right. And for the future and, you know, be prepared. And because um, there's going to be so much stuff. The, fi the fight's not over. I mean, even the, when hey, the fight's... It just fucking started. Yeah, it just started right now. I mean, it would be nice if we could avoid the fight. You know, if we could have just not fight. But um, we, we failed at that because of all the, you know, disbelief. Oh, conspiracy theories. Conspiracy theories. Oh, my God. I mean, some of them are conspiracy theories. <laughs> some of them are crazy. But for the most part, most conspiracy theories just question government um, stories. And we should question government stories because they've lied to us in the past. Haven't they not? They've lied to us a lot. Politicians lie to us all the time. Honestly, 9-11 should have been like the easiest thing like for people to realize that the government does not, uh, is not your, you know, best friend, you know, like they, they you're, you're, you're a sheep to the government. If they were ignorant then, imagine how much more ignorant they are now. Well, back then, the news sources were controlled. We didn't have social media. We didn't have memes. And everything you saw was them blowing up towers. Nobody right. saw World Trade Center 7. Nobody fucking explained there was, what, thermite or nanothermite or whatever you call it. 
in, in, in the building. Nobody said steel beams were melting. Nobody. Uh, you, you have to actually like to learn about that stuff. You yeah. have to actually download the documentary or buy it and, and then see it. Or but look now, at footage yourself. Objectively, you look at the footage what happened. You decide what happened by yourself. Yeah, I wonder how much of a, a wrench um, social media is to the uh, establishment. I think it's pretty big, but it also can help them. It's a double-edged sword in this case. It hurts them a lot, but it can also help them a lot. Because people can get very watched social media as well. And they, we are doing it. There are liberal pages just keep posting nonsense. There are trolls and hackers and fake accounts and all these other things. Honestly, if you're... If your real, if your views change, if your political views change because of a fucking Russian hacker, how strong was your argument in the first place? How strong were your beliefs and your convictions for these things? I, I don't know. I don't think they were that strong. Sometimes, um, you know, Jeff Berwick talks about how, like, <laughs> I mean, just imagine if you're like. You know, if you know you've got all of it handled and stuff, like, would you really uh, care that much about some of these people that choose to basically uh, kill themselves through, you know, participating in the new order and suffocating themselves with masks and injecting up toxic vaccines? Um, people should have the freedom to do yeah. all these things. Hey, if you want to wear a mask, that's fine. If you want to get vaccinated, I don't care what you put in your body. That's on you. You force being I'm, forced. I'm actually not totally against vaccines. I think vaccines actually make sense. It's just if it didn't have like all these toxic ingredients. I, the idea of having a weaker virus that your body can gang up on and 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 be, create antibodies is is great, but that's not really how vaccines work. And there's a bunch of chemicals that just damage your body, and they're they're made for your immune system to cause a reaction. There, all these, there's a bunch of, I think they're called adjuvants. Don't, don't quote me on that one. Yeah, they're, but they're agitators. And they force your immune system to react. And these, this is not the same kind of reaction as, let's say, a real virus or bacterial, something, bacterial infection. It's not the same reaction. Just because it causes an immune response doesn't mean it's the same immune response as if you're fighting a fucking real virus. There's a lot of things in the, in the vaccines that do not should not be in your body like that aluminum thing aluminum i guess micro doses are okay but the aluminum they use in the vaccines is not good for you you're not supposed to have any of that in your body yet again let's go back they call it it's it's, it's accepted science it's part of their religion it's part of that cult it's part of this mentality and what uh, common sense is common sense just i think basically means you let society dictate what your thoughts are. And yes, there's some things that should be common sense, but that thing changes. Like common sense to who, according to who, in what context and in what way? That's just me going on that. What do you guys think? Yeah. Thank you. Is there like a label for all the things that would be considered like a global common sense, or is it just like our subjective every time somebody says something that they assume is common sense? Can there be both? 
can there be a global collective common sense as well as it doesn't really exist because you see things and I see things and we might see the same thing, but we're not in the same point of view, literally, we're physically different points of view. So we might have one little 0.001% different kind of idea than the person next to you, even if everything else is the same. I still think common sense is subjective. There's some things that you should kind of know and that you should figure out. It should be pretty easy to figure out. But to, know, to say, well, I don't know. That's a good question. Oh. I, I define common sense as something that's just uh, almost dumb-like, like, you know, empirical. Um, like you just see it with your senses and um, it's mostly like it's a conservative viewpoint to just do what is uh, instinctively right. And a lot of times that common sense could be wrong. Yeah, but um, it's, it would be conservative to think that um, I shouldn't inject um, virus in, into myself like without thinking of that secondary uh, thing about antibodies and all that. Right. Knowing no, that's not, you know, vaccines are basically totally anti-common sense because yeah. Um, yeah. it requires an understanding of, uh, an advanced understanding of biology and antibodies. Um, what else is common sense? Common sense would be like things like um, um, going with the herd kind of a lot of times. Um, so what are some common do, sense views that we have that we should change? That's a good question. What are some common sense views we have that we should change? I mean, oh, I think people need to research vaccines themselves and, and that. I, hey, what do you guys consider common sense? Like, throw out some examples. Um, how to work a phone? But again, that's subjective because there's a lot of people who never had that kind of information. Like a lot of us, us meaning we're, we grew up with phones. It wasn't a thousand percent what we did when we were young. We still went outside and play shitty video games on, on shitty TVs. And we, had, we still had some sort of childhood. It wasn't all technological. But we can pick up any phone and start going through it and figure it out. And that's common sense to us. But that's only because we've had the programming before. So an older person can't pick up a phone and start figuring it out as quickly as we can. They can if they want to and they put in time and energy and effort. But we just pick up something like electronic and just go dee, 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 and that's that's normal. Oh my God. Yeah, you got, you got to get moving. Yeah, uh, I, I think common sense is just anything that feels good. Like right. um, exercise, eating, eating healthy. Eating healthy is very much common sense um, because when you eat healthy, you feel good, not immediately after, but you know, like for example, it's not gonna feel as good as eating a, uh, you know, Tommy's burger, you know, loaded with oils and fats. Um, but then, ha you know, half an hour later, you feel, you're, you can literally feel your brain more clogged. Um, but yeah, compared to eating like a, a, a fresh salad, yeah. Um, yeah. You have to be pretty aware of your body. Some people don't feel that stuff. But being aware of your body is also a common sense. Like it's literally sense. So mm -hmm. because you have less common, because that person has less common sense, 
um, they have even less common sense. It's, it's like a vicious circle. So the less sense you have, the less sense you get? Right? Yeah, the less sense you can use to, um, uh, to sense further. Yeah. Interesting. So, yeah, yeah, it's just mainly experience stuff, like just like so immediate much. experience stuff. I guess common sense is something that you can do without having to really put any effort. So I guess for a fighter, common sense would be how to strike and how to move. For an athlete, common sense would be doing these kind of movements and patterns and running this kind of speed. For a fighter pilot, common sense might be what to do when they're in certain situations and so on and so forth. So I guess common sense does depend on the person and, and how they feel doing this thing. Because in the beginning, it wasn't common sense. When you did anything, it was not common sense. It was, yeah, right? you, like, you worked at it. Type of world. Like, is there like a, an MMA fighter, common sense, MMA, like martial art, like Virgo, like lingo, you know what I'm saying? Like vernacular. There's right. common in that world. There's common sense in the woke, woke world. You know what I'm saying? Like there's common right. sense. Right. So like even in conspiracy theories, it's common sense about 9-11 and vaccines and Agenda 2020, uh, Agenda 21 or 2021. Or Agenda 21, I'm sorry. <clears throat> the numbers are creepy, bro. Yeah, that makes sense. There's com I guess common sense is depending on how easy you're able to do the things that you think. It's contextual. Yes, yeah, it's, it's, it's very contextual. Very. Yeah, yeah. But I think it's not just in, in, in the immediate experience too. It can also be, it can be, uh, common sense can be extrapolated. Like this whole uh, thing with, um, you know, we, with politicians, you know, if you got these politicians that constantly uh, cheat you, you know, they say one thing and they do another thing. It's kind of common sense to not vote against that type of person, you know, that. Uh, you would like to think so, but apparently it doesn't seem that way. It's, people yeah, are like it's kind of common sense not to burn your own neighborhoods you know like, unless you know, it benefits like, uh, you to do it um but then that's that's yeah yeah and it, yeah, once that un that's understood then yeah like but yeah i, I don't see th that's just not common sense like you know like why would i burn my own neighborhood so that's like uh there's like insurance scams right right you know but then yeah i think that that's just it's more complex, like investing in, in um, down cycles. That's not really uh, common sense because like, oh, something's going down. I shouldn't buy more now, but that's actually. The best time to buy is when it's low. Yeah. And you know that it's going to go up, but then is well, that really have combining those two facts together? Isn't now, now it's kind of common sense. True. I mean, that's how the market works up and down, up and down, up and down. Life works up and down. Everything flows up and down, in and out. There's always a duality. Oh, yeah, I think duality. I think it's just like when you're giving given very solid logical facts and you don't use that, that's not common sense. Yeah. Unless it's common sense to ignore those facts. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. 
there's a lot of people who are ignoring facts right now and they're so emotional. Emotions overrule sense a ton of times because they don't let you think. They make you, they make you think different. Yeah, when you feel such strong emotions, like people that, this just needs to be a law of life. Like when people feel very strong emotions, take a few breaths, chill out and start thinking more logically. Like there you go. Yeah, but taking a few breaths is, is, is very important for anything. Using that emotional side of your brain isn't actually, that's not the right side of your brain. People think sometimes that, that oh, I'm using the right side of my brain, the imaginative side. Really? Because um, I'm being emotional. But you're not. You're actually using this tiny little part in your brain, the amygdala, mm. and the rest of your brain isn't actually active. Oh. The rest of your brain is actually like a more artistic, holistic, um, calm experience when you... Mm when you when you're actually using the right side of your brain and there's a there's a lady uh i think her name is jill but she does a ted talk i think everyone's heard of this ted talk where she talks about how she has this brain stroke and she loses functioning over the left side of her brain and so now she's operating completely only in the right side of her brain and she's just um she's trying to dial 911 and she she can't dial it she can't read, read the numbers but she eventually manages to dial it and then um, when she tries to speak, uh, the speaking part is in the left side, you know, the Broca's, Broca's area of your brain. And so she, when she's speaking, she's like, oh, blah, blah, blah. Like, the, the yeah, dude I think can't I make out what she's saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and then eventually, finally, she uh, is able to uh, get those words out. Um, but yeah, she was talking about how that experience where only her right side of her brain was working was such a blissful and beautiful experience and she just felt like the whole world is just so interconnected and and uh beautiful ah dang the hormone the the, the brain must have been producing all kinds of good drugs that time she must have been on one (laughs) but you know she wasn't in some sort of rage you know a lot of the people that when you're using only that bottom back part of your brain called the amygdala that's connected to the root of your brain stem Ah. To connect it to these reptilian functions of survival, holy shit, you know, the rest of your brain is actually turning turned off, you know. So holy shit, you, you saying where it is like, specifically is like, in like sleep mode. huh? Is it in like sleep mode, preserving energy, right? The rest of the brain. Oh, well, I don't yeah. know. I don't know about that. Pre- but preserving I- preserving itself, like you know, because sometimes like if you're fighting against a saber toothed tiger, you gotta you gotta fight you gotta do exactly what you need but even in those situations i've you know programmed myself not to panic because sometimes panic is not what you need to do in in a combative situation panic is never what you need to do you need to super slow down and and use your whole brain yeah strategize instantaneously um and that's what the adrenaline will help you with right but it's important not to shift into a a fearful position where an, an anxious position where now you stop using your you, you know your whole brain and that you know that's not a that's not advantageous to to surviving so there's a lot of these weird traps and loops in, in our uh, survival mechanisms that we have to get over and these things and these loops they activate even in our normal daily functions you know when we're talking and you know, uh, being keyboard warriors online, we get so angry. We actually, we actually, uh, that same thing that 
that's supposed to trigger when we're out in the savannah fighting a saber-toothed tiger gets triggered while we're sitting on the keyboard. Uh, and we're not actually using our brain. <laughs> we're just, uh, we should be typing our logic. We should be composing ourselves and presenting our position in an eloquent way. In response able. Yeah, responsible. On a, like, I'm going to go on a little bit of a tangent here. I just thought of a, a show where you have debates, but it's like a it's like debates with American Gladiator, where all of a sudden you can just be like, no, fuck you, and then just go ham. <laughs> like, it's like, it's like wrestling, but with debating combined, like there's, a, there's always a possibility of, of, of physical confrontation. So it'd be like, no, nah, man, Biden 2020, what? <laughs> like, like that, like, I don't know. I think it'd be an interesting show. I probably wouldn't watch it too much, but it would be an interesting show. You made it up, but you wouldn't watch it. No, of course not. There's a lot of shit I wouldn't watch that I would make up. <laughs> yeah. Just random ideas, random ideas. Did you, did you see that uh, video of that uh, Antifa-looking dude um, ganging up on this other Antifa-looking dude? That was kind of amusing. No, I've not. Antifa-looking dude? Like are, this are big... Are you saying they look a certain way? Because I've seen some Antifa pictures from the protesters that get arrested. They're, they're, they, I, I'm just going to say it, man. They look kind of funny. I, I'm not trying to discriminate or anything, but it's very interesting how, how a lot of them are similar in, in, in those kinds of ways. They just look different. Yeah, I, I don't know the full story behind it, but it's, just, it's a video that was circling. Um, I don't know where it is. It's, um, it's hard to find, you know, just scrolling through your newsfeed and stuff and liking and then uh, finding where did you see that. But uh, I think I saw it here. Uh, it, it was a video of like a uh, big black, uh, you know, I don't know if it was, uh, I think it was a, Trump supporter, and I think uh, he he was uh, triggered or something. And then there there was this other like skinny, dinky looking uh, white dude, probably a uh, Antifa, and you know he just mobs him. He just like pushes him down, and then he just like he controls himself so well, like so that he doesn't. He only like just smacks him on his face like a little bit. Like he doesn't like totally beat him up, but. Uh, um, and then the police just arrest them both. Where the heck is it? Um, I can't find it. Antifa is getting. Well, Antifa doesn't exist, bro. What do you mean? <laughs> Antifa is a made-up thing. There's is no that, such thing as Antifa. Is that what people are still saying? I don't. Know, I guess. I don't. I don't. I don't engage that much, but. What'd you say, Gordon? Life is made up. It's true. Life is all a story. Yeah, the world is a stage, like Shakespeare said, right? I actually had this this thought the other day, and it was like, I'm already dead. I'm just seeing my life on replay. And I was like, damn, that is intense. Because how do you know you're not right now at this point in time just just seeing replay you're not maybe it's not you doing anything maybe just you seeing the replay i don't know i i don't know it's just a random thought but 
It's interesting. It's actually, again, kind of comforting to know that everything ends. Right. Everything well, ends. That, that, that kind of like helps living. It makes it seem more like, I mean, the limited amount of time makes you want to do something. Yeah, it makes you appreciate. And so every time I go into the, well, I think of death or like the end or nothingness, it makes me appreciate that there is something here and now. Even if it's, oh, this one, yeah. <laughs> you just slapped him. Yeah, the Patriots. So he's an Antifa dude. He's yeah. a little Antifa dude probably holding up a fuck America sign. And, I'll be back. And it's the Patriots good. come in with like, yeah, 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 yeah. I see this one. So it's this. If you guys are listening to us, it's the one with this big Antifa, no, big, I guess, Patriot guy. Just comes up to this tiny little ass Antifa guy and just like he doesn't hit him. He kind of just slaps him down and then just kind of just slaps him a little more. I don't even know what the whole context in this or if the Antifa guy attacked him first or not, but it it was just no. He didn't. He didn't attack him. He's probably just holding up a stupid sign that's saying. Something totally unpatriotic. You should not be unpatriotic. Even if your country sucks, like, yeah. it's not your country that sucks. It's the leaders, the political leaders, leaders. And, and the policies. You know? and, Represent and ideas. Don't like yeah. go against your country. Like, right. you know, right. the U.S. flag is just representative of you know the the unity of these fifty states. You know, right? And it's just totally uh, hate. It, I think it's hateful. You know, to burning your own flag should not be allowed. Um, it's, it's, a, it's a pointless argument. Like, why? What, what, what's the point of making it not allowed? I mean, isn't that, isn't that a freedom to burn a flag? I, I don't. Yeah, but it's just a waste of time. Like, you know, if you really argue about something, argue about that. Yeah, I get it. I get your point, bro. But I, I don't understand the whole point of like burning a flag insults me and I have to defend against flag burning. I, I don't know, man. Like, if it's not your flag they're burning, it's not your personal property. Yeah. I, if they bought a flag and want to burn it, I mean, you well, can get it's kind of like it. it's kind of like when you're arguing with someone online and you know you explain something very well, and then yeah. their response is, "No, you're wrong." Yeah, and that's it. Yeah. Like I just had this guy. He was just like, "No, I'm speaking facts," and I was like, "Sure, bro." Like he didn't give me any facts to be honest, but. I... <laughs> yeah, if you if you're gonna say my idea is like if you're gonna do something do it well you know okay do it thoroughly yeah you know don't just like half-ass shit that wasn't even a half-ass that no. was not even an ass there was not even a nasty game uh, there. there wasn't an ounce of effort in there you know so like a lot of these uh, arguments that people have like um you know i i would put up better posters you know um i think that was well deserved yeah on a good note, someone just started a hemp opportunity zone that I'm probably going to get involved with, and it's going to be good. Another good thing Trump has done that we haven't gone through this list, opportunity zones were, were part of the Trump administration. You know, again, I've, I've talked about opportunity zones before, but it's a way to get um, – it's not private income. It's, um, it's a way to get funding to certain locations that need it for like infrastructure or industry or whatever, but you get funding through um, private sources. It's not completely government run. So it's not just waiting for taxpayer money, which is great. Cause if there's, 
if there's rich people who want to invest in the community because they will save money and help the community, why don't we allow this? And why wasn't this done before? Like, why the hell did we wait to Trump? And I guess it makes sense that Trump did it because he's the only businessman that we've had in the past de couple of decades. Everyone else was a politician of sorts. Like, none of, none of the people that I know, well, I guess George Bush had a business, but it was a bad You're politicians. But yeah, no, Opportunity Zones, I've got I got to give Trump credit for that one because that's that's a genius move right there. Genius move. Scientists finally discover exactly why eating red meat. What? Oh, the, 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 I was just looking on the Red Pill Rev and they posted something about um, they found the exact molecule that's linked to cancer ah. in red meat. Interesting. Interesting. And, you know, that chemical causes inflammation and that inflammation leads to tumors. Yeah, inflammation in the body is always bad in almost every way. Like, I don't think there's any good situation. Well, your body becomes inflamed when it's fighting off an infection. Your body shouldn't constantly always be inflamed. You shouldn't always be constantly fighting off infections. For that inflammation is high for you. Everything causes inflammation, like working out, yeah. talking, eating, right. everything is going to cause. True. Yeah, thinking. Thinking causes lots. Thinking can yeah, cause lots of information. Uh, Joshan recommended. Um, dude, we should have Joshan sometime. I'd love to. Uh, Joshan, oh yeah, that'd be cool. Herbology and survivalism stuff. Sure. I'm doing. He's he's supposedly moving uh, an hour away from here. You know, up to his farm. Oh, finally. Yeah, nice. he's gonna he's gonna grow um, gynostemma. It's this like uh, ancient herb that's like. Uh, Kind of similar to um, ginseng, right? But it's uh, it's a herb that the Buddhists would would eat all the time. They would just grow it everywhere, and you make tea out of it. And uh, it's uh, it has a lot of benefits. Like there's this one hour talk I was listening to. There's so many different benefits. It's insane. Wow. But um, basically, it reverses aging. It limits the your telomerase. Um, you know what the telomeres, uh, telomeres like they yeah. shrink over time, and that's why we cells do apoptosis right so it, it prevents that from happening it it's an antioxidant it um good. improves blood circulation it's so many things yeah we're rough with that yeah I, I ordered some of that stuff I, I would grow it but i think like it's uh winter it's a tropical thing so it would uh just get annihilated in, in the winter time unless you have a greenhouse or something like that oh yeah yeah bro like opportunity zones are big and not even the, the city i'm in has an opportunity zone here it's a big ass city like, what exactly is an opportunity zone yeah they're, they're specific they're designated spots where private funding can go into and they get tax breaks and you can get private funding it's the way to put funding into a community without having to resort to getting taxpayer money Can't you do that anyways? Not to the level it has right now, because right now I think they have like no taxes to the people who do invest for like X amount of years. I think it's 10 years. I'll have to reread all the documents and stuff like that. I'm, I'm gonna get into the what the specifics on the hemp opportunity zone my friend's trying to create, but there's a ton of tax benefits that come with this. And this is why a lot of companies, this is a way to stimulate private investment into the public sector.
I mean, unless you want more government funding and government programs. Oh yeah, they're gonna definitely need that then, you know, all these burned cities. Right. A lot of international investors gonna, you know, dive in here. Right. A lot of, anybody who has money is probably going to dive in because it's always tax-free and they love buying American stuff. Um, yeah. $100 billion of new investment, not government investment, have poured into 9,000 of our more di- most distressed neighborhoods anywhere in the country. That's what I'm talking about. This is what we should do. We, we shouldn't have to wait for the government to give me this or give me that. Money, funding, possibilities, things are already out there. It's just... Well, you have to connect them. There has to be a way to put both of them together that benefits both of them. And right now it's really, it's incentivized a lots and lots of rich people to actually create funds to go into these, these opportunity zones because you can literally create the infrastructure for an industry in the opportunity zone. Like you can create processing plans and everything like that. I think most of the stuff has to do with buildings and, 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 and facilities and, 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 and industry and other kind of works like projects like that. But I'm not really sure how deep the opportunity go, how opportunity zone things go. But yeah, that's, that's one thing. Common sense and biosecurity. Oh my God. So these fact check, I was just looking at a fact check that, that uh, factcheck.org did on Trump's claim about the opportunity zone investments. Uh-huh saying that, oh, uh, Trump said that there was $100 billion, uh that was in, invested in, into these opportunity zones, oh. uh, these lower income opportunity zones, and then just trying to see where they got that exact number. Um, and uh, I think it, they, they try to calculate the number from some other things, and they found out that it's around $50 billion um yes it's still a lot i don't know why that... a ton of money dude yeah. he, he inflates everything so <laughs> he does inflate everything i'm, I'm not pr- like surprised he inflated these numbers but then again who remembers specific numbers all the time how many numbers does this guy go through tons tons and tons so the number he, he said might have been wrong according to june whenever the hell this, this thing was written but the fact remains those, those zones exist money is flowing into communities through private investment which i think is i think is good i think is good but yeah man so yeah this is another good thing about trump here like august 2012 no pandemic economy open obama's president unemployment 8.1 percent August 2020, pandemic, economy closed, and somehow unemployment is 8.4%. Boom. And really a James Klug, 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 I've been following him recently on Instagram, and he's, he brought out a good point. You know the fact that um, how they measure unemployment? There's different numbers that measure unemployment in different ways. And there's one that measures people who got out of the workforce or who are, not, who are underemployed. And then there's another number who what measures like real unemployment or something like that. And in both cases, I guess Trump has less unemployment in both cases, which again, jobs mean 
whatever to me. But the fact remains that this guy is not the demon we've all been like made out to be. Like he's an asshole for sure. I agree. He's a dick. But nobody elected this guy because he was nice. Nobody knew like everybody knew this guy was not nice in the beginning. What do you think, Corey? Because you're like, I know Ahmed's point of view on this one. We've talked quite a bit on this, but I haven't talked to you about this. Where, where, where are you on this whole upcoming election and, and Trump this or Biden this or George Jorgensen or that Green Party guy or whatever? I guess I don't know. I haven't looked into anybody else. I just all I know about is Trump and Biden. And, I mean, it's no and, and from what you know, um, if you were to vote, would you vote for any of them? Like, there's also a possibility of not voting. I mean, that's what I'm I. Trying it, man. I'm not voting for anybody. Okay, not voting for anybody for in any local or federal. I mean, probably local, not federal, would be different. I mean, okay. I feel like FDR said it himself: presidents aren't elected; they're selected. It's true. I'm, but by who? I know. <laughs> that, that so is the craziest part. But yeah, I think I'm going to start a new trend. In this what, call. Family, what family is in control of what side right now, you know, or whatever? Uh. Um, don't they, I don't know. To me, they fund both sides. That's how you, that's how you make sure you win. How to lie with statistics. Uh, damn. Bill Gates, this guy. So this is Corey's perspective here? <laughs> what if I told you that the left wing and the right wing belong to the same bird? Yes, this is true. <laughs> <laughs> that is pretty true, no lie. Dude, this, I lolled so hard on this one. Did, did you see this already? I have. Okay. Wait, but not Corey though. Oh, okay. I don't know why I laughed so hard at this one. <laughs> You got a you got a libertarian bird saying, you know, I get taxed at forty percent and see no benefits from it besides my roads. I think this is unjust and then some crow randomly comes out, fuck you fascist. We're gonna kill you, you fucking fascist incel. Have some empathy, you scum. I can't wait to shoot you in the fucking head, you fascist life have less value than my bullet. What? How do you laugh at this so much? <laughs> I don't know why I laughed at this. It was, I think it was because um, I, I, people kept doing that to me, you know, like oh. this whole, you know, there's just. You're a communist, aren't you, Ahmed? You fucking communist, Marxist. No, I, he's the other way. Yeah, like it's just a lot of <laughs> the, you know, more Antifa related people, they'll respond to me online and they'll just be like, you know, what's. I don't, I don't get why they have such communist responses, like, you know, and they always, they're so angry and they're so, I don't know, I, I found this to be, like, really accurate. When, like, when, yeah, maybe it was accurate. When you don't have logic to, to back your facts, you was resolved to using emotionality and fucking screaming at each other, basically. Anyways, yeah, we talked about this already. Yeah, we, we have, but I, we have, I haven't talked to Corey about this, but yeah. No, we just talked about this like in, in, in this, oh, in this podcast. podcast, like uh, about how people are just using their emotional brain and stuff. Oh, right, right, right. Yeah, people need to stop being, keep being emotional, throw some logic in there from time to time. <laughs> like, 
For real, throw some logic in there, cause I haven't done it like conscious breathing in a long time, if ever. Wait, what happened? People don't really do like conscious, like in-depth breath work of any sort. You know, like there's a lot of the majority. Right. That's not common sense for some reason. That is not common sense. It is common sense to people who do it though. They're like, yeah, of course we do this, obviously, but yeah. People do not do breath work. What I've been doing more is like randomly chanting. How's that benefiting you? It's like taking a deep breath, but also including the resonance and vibrations of your diaphragm in these breaths. And when you're when you're chanting, I I, I just chant a few things, um, Shanti and Om and Ah, just basic noises like that. But when you attach your breath and your intention into it. Like you chant all the way till you use up your entire breath. You hold that for a little bit. You breathe in in a certain pattern that kind of, oh, in a certain pattern. And then you do it again. Like it, I don't know, you, I gain energy. It's like literally a, I'm shaking off the dust that has been collected around me. And that's how I feel when I, when I chant. Oh yeah, definitely. Um, there's the, uh, um, in the Hindu traditions, there's the uh, seven chakras and the seven sounds for that. And then in the Chinese tradition, there's the uh, six healing sounds. You know, definitely something to look up on YouTube and practice that stuff. I, no matter what, if I didn't do a single spiritual thing the whole day before I sleep, I have to do that stuff. Just what it does is like it releases the those stagnant energies right. accumulated that correspond to those particular dimensions that you've been experiencing right. throughout the day, whether it's like the primal energy dimension or you have some sexual stagnation or right. you have some, um, you know, third chakra related uh, things or you have some stuff stuck in here. Yeah. I, I do it a lot. Um, well, sometimes I don't eat the right foods and I know that the right foods cause me to get mucus and inflammation. So sometimes I chant and literally I can feel my, uh, you, you can feel your head vibrating and all that just kind of shaking around and it's, it's much easier to get rid of once you kind of move it around. And I don't know, I think it's really healthy to move your body. And when you move your body in a light vibrational level, like, I think there's a benefit. I personally feel the benefit. I just feel more energetic. I feel things clear. The, the energies, the stagnant energies. The Also, I include, if you want to really get into it, I start moving. I start doing a Tai Chi-like movement tied to the, to my, the flow of, my, um, of the chant and the chant itself. And the way I move my hands is, well, I got this from DNT, but imagine like every second there's an infinite copies that just go out remember that thing we were doing on on one of those video platforms where it just made infinite copies oh the fractals yes that so i i basically see every movement going into eternity and it turns into these cool little fractal shows that i put on for myself Actually, the real reason I do it is I, I call it dancing to the gods. Like, 
Yeah, I don't know. That's just my opinion. Dancing to the gods? Yeah, dancing for the gods, like putting on a show for them. Oh. Why? Because then they go, that's some good dancing right there. And they give me energy. Like, I don't know. I don't really know why I do that, but I imagine there's an audience and this audience likes what I'm doing. <laughs> and they, they give me props and energy or whatever. It's not really like it's a show or whatever the hell, but again, we were talking about this the other time. We don't see our posse. The posse are, are the beings and the gods and the entities and so on and so forth. Yeah, so I'm trying to get to other levels. Let's get to other levels, people. Let's do this. How how are we doing this? How do we how do we escape this world of censorship and tyranny and nonsense and we go into a world of awesomeness and freedom? Yeah, what is the what is the future? What is what does the United States look like with either president? Wait, what does the United States look like when? With either president moving forward, what happens when they get in office? My opinion, Biden does the same old crap that 20,000 other, no, all the other presidents have done since JFK got shot in the head. That's my, Biden is no different a tool than Barack. So whatever the hell Barack was doing, Biden's going to continue the same bullshit. Trump, on the other hand, he is literally destroying government. In some way or form, like he has shut down some places. He is trying to make it smaller. And yes, that does mean cutting programs. But a lot of these programs are unsustainable. A ton of them. And they're unsustainable because we made them unsustainable. Like healthcare, prices keep going up. If prices keep going up, the money you need to fund healthcare needs to be going up. This is a never-ending cycle of made-up numbers. That's my opinion. So with Biden, the same nonsense happened with Trump. It's almost, I can't even say it's the same. No, man. Like He's going to do some good stuff. He's going to do some stuff I disagree with. But I think he's a little bit more pro-business and pro-freedom than Biden. And I don't think Trump will try to take your guns or force you to wear masks or force you to vaccinate for that matter. I think Biden will force you to vaccinate. I think he's, if you want forced vaccinations, Biden's your candidate right there. For sure. I don't want that. That's an answer. Exactly. I'm, I'm I want forced vaccinations. You want forced vaccinations? Biden 2020, yeah. baby. <laughs> Get those untested vaccines. Did you see that the, the actual group, I think it's Activisa or Zot, I don't even know, one of the companies making one of those vaccines, there was an unexplained illness that came up in their trials. They, they, they might have invented another virus. <laughs> yeah, and they had to stop the trial or something. Someone had like some sort of weird reaction to it. Yeah. So they might have invented a new virus trying to create a vaccine for this virus, which sounds exactly like fucking, was it Resident Evil? Resident Evil is literally what's happening right now. And these infections and these other stuff, like they were messing with viruses. One of them escaped. Ooh, and everyone turned to a zombie. Yeah. 
There's this uh, good graph I saw that really just um, hits the point home. Um, let me see where it is. It's, it's basically um, about Sweden. Um, how, you know, Sweden didn't, they didn't do any lockdowns. And um, they didn't have any issues. Uh, where is it? And it, I can't find it. I see another graph with Sweden and Denmark were two countries they put it in like next to each other. And it turns out that Sweden had more deaths than Denmark for the COVID thing. But then again, I don't know what where those numbers came from either. So, but the point is, man, like we can't, we can't have a completely safe society. That's a fucking illusion. It truly is. There's no such thing as complete safety or 100% safe or 100%. Yeah, there's no such thing as 100% safe. Yeah, so this is this is right here. This this dude, Shannon, he's the he's the biggest uh, Karen in in my whole goddamn city. Yeah. Like, uh, oh my god, he's like to every single one of you who posted regular food statistics anywhere, the blood from the deaths of your fellow American is on your hands. And I like that the first comment is LMFAO. How do you figure? <laughs> yeah, and then everyone's just you know you know shitting on him, and then. You know, this the, the moderator, he's like, would you shut the fuck up already? Because he's always just crying about this shit. Like, oh, wear a mask. Blah, blah. He's always in one way or another. He's like, you are so woke. Please enlighten us infidels more. <laughs> Facebook gets intense, man. And again, it's, it's pointless. Yeah. But then, you know, my response here was the, you know, and all the death and destruction from draconian lockdowns is on your hands. You know, because I mean, it works both ways, right? I mean, you got, if you're going to blame us for this, you got to blame yourself for the lockdowns too. The problem is when you're blaming everybody, you never want to get the blame. You don't know how to deal with when you're blamed. His fault, his fault, his fault, his fault, his fault, his fault. There's no personal responsibility here. All these things, all these um, legislations and all these other laws they're trying to pass, mandates. There is no self-responsibility. Nobody said people can't go outside wearing hazmat suits. As far as I know, that's still allowed. Stupid idea, but it's still allowed. So who get, what gives people the freedom to tell the people what to do? We are under some kind of medical tyranny that has never before been seen in this country never before been seen in this country we are under some form of medical tyranny you want to call that common sense that's up to you but it's still medical tyranny so i'm, I'm against tyranny in all shapes and sizes and most people are not going to die from the disease most people that got it didn't die from the disease most people that get it will not die from the disease and they might develop complications in some other form but how do you know they came from that? There's so many things that are affecting us right now. Our food, our environment, our TV, the radiation around us. Like all these things, our air quality, our mind quality, our, well, all these things. And yet you're correlating one thing to this thing and they're like, oh my gosh, what is this? And I don't know. I, I think most people don't see a bigger picture than this and they just go on with the next fad of the news. Whatever yeah, I mean, 
even even if you're completely wrong yeah and you know everything you said was just was was incorrect even though that's common sense and that's um the way of liberty and that's the way of you know our that's our way of our basic rights um even if that's incorrect and um we we did actually save more people that the facts don't prove it i mean yeah. we saw that graph yeah. uh, of uh how the deaths uh compared to previous years are it just it spiked up a little and then it reduced reduced off just like a normal flu would and then we can see here like you know this graph where sweden who never did lockdowns the whole time the first 33 weeks of the year um they had less deaths in total than five years before and it was basically the same amount of deaths that they have every year they seem to be at an average they're at that average it's higher than the year previously but maybe because those old people survived and then the next year they didn't i numbers i don't know i don't know how numbers work yeah i mean maybe some people did die from covid at that point zero zero point zero two whatever percent but i mean yeah that's still would you rather destroy all business like we just did would you rather destroy 70 percent of businesses like we just did in california Definitely. for them to never back, open back up that's an intentional move, bro. It's still an intentional move. California is still fucking people over right now. We're like one of the most tied down states. Maybe maybe New York. We have a ton of people too. And there's a ton of people that died in New York. But California's I thought it used to be the the land of the free and the hippies and the and this is this is the the bastion of America is right here. And we were like the best because we were so open-minded and we were so intelligent and yet we're one of the most fear-mongering motherfuckers now like there's a ton of karens out there now it's insane you're afraid of this disease so much that you're willing to start mandating people to do things or not do or to do things yet you're not willing to put on a hazmat suit get out of here if you're not willing to put on a hazmat suit you're not serious in my opinion you don't, I don't think you consider this as serious as you think you consider this. Hazmat suit all day. Yeah, I've been saying that since like the first week of lockdown. Yeah, I would too. Uh, Who wears a mask while driving? Oh, is. <laughs> I like how it started, though. The first part was thinning out my friends list, dot, dot, dot. Who wears a mask while driving? Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I've been wearing a mask while driving because it's, it's just smoking. You know? I'll do what I want, you know? Like, it's true. Someone that tells me not to wear a mask, I'll still I'll wear a mask if I want. Someone that tells me to wear a mask, I'll do what I want. It's my body. Exactly. You know, like, that's like our fundamental right, you know? Like, freedom. You have the freedom to um, freedom. Uh, protect yourself. I mean, so long as you're not harming anyone. And giving someone breathing, exhaling out a 0.2% fatality is, does not count as harming someone. Does not count as what? Like exhaling out a, you know, like breathing does not count as harming someone. Yeah, being alive, me being here without a mask shouldn't threaten your physical existence. And if you're being threatened by someone chilling there, then you are a weak, weak person with a weak mind. Seriously, like, why are you alive? Like, there's 
so many risks to these people are probably the ones that think themselves sick and they're the ones that go oh my gosh i've been sick for like two weeks and i can't get over this and like then 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 this what this sounds like to me just people who have that kind of mentality and those people that do get chronically sick you might want to check your diet and your vitamin d like intake and your water intake and your your overall health you might want to check that out like check that out before you start blaming viruses here and there yeah i don't know i think we already have herd immunity there's a lot of people already say we have herd immunity i don't see why we're continuing with these i'm gonna just say with these draconian policies and i like saying that word because it's fancy draconian yeah it's it's hard to say that i mean it's hard to uh, say that we uh the tests are false. Um, all we can rely on is fatality, but the fatalities are increased because people are having drug abuse, committing suicide. Um, you know, they're feeling unwell. They're feeling depressed. We're killing so each other more. They're killing each other. Yeah, BLM. Like they're escalating the deaths. So we have. We can't say that. Oh, no, people aren't dying more really compared to previous years. Because people are dying a little more still. Um, but it's only because of... Uh, Other factors. Causation you know, does not equal correlation. Or correlation does not equal causation. Some of those. CDC even came out and said that, you know, 90% of our uh, tests are false. Um, false as in they're negative or false as in they're fake? Like the, there's like a 90% um, false positive rate. Oh, shit. Here's what I think. Everybody starts to fear China and hate China and this thing came from China and this and that and that and this. Where are all these tests coming from? A lot of them are coming from China. Oh, man. Yeah. So this is a whole different mess. So that It always comes back down to we got to form our own community. We got to make our own religion. And we just gotta organize. Where do we gotta convince people they need to move to? Where are we going? Is the first question. Me and Ahmed were thinking of going to Oregon, but they burned that shit to play. Like they burned the shit out of that place. <laughs> they burned it all down. <laughs> Not all of it down, obviously. I'm over exaggerating. But Oregon is now less than the question so what where do we go in the first place i'm not a fan of deserts because of water and growing stuff in the desert is much harder than growing stuff in places where there's water but yeah i'm, I'm open to go anywhere where's a good place where can we all get a homestead i think this is like this is what we really should do people who think alike should get together and start forming small communities which has happened before and many times it happened. The Puritans, the Quakers, everybody who came from Europe had the same idea. Let's do it again. They start forming own versions of what society should look like. And I think that's what America is. Different versions of society all collaborating and helping each other. That, 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 that is kind of America right there. But I don't know where. I don't know where we can go. Where are we going, Ahmed? Well, let's ask Google. Best places to homestead? <laughs> Best places to homestead. All right. Is this pre-COVID? 
most likely. Uh, no, pre it's pre green. Okay. Or about the same time. For the farmer, most abundance. All right, go up, go up, go up. Oh, there's Oregon. So for the farmer, go up. For the farmer is I, uh, Virginia. Interesting. Way combating all that. The, the governor is not so good. I mean, they're just fighting their own battles, but yeah. Virginia has a lot of tobacco farms that are going under or have been going under. And if they replace that with hemp, it's a very easy industry to, to start growing over there because they're, they're already into the whole growing thing. They just got to replace it with hemp. So Virginia will not be bad if we start growing some hemp. Iowa? I know nothing yeah, about Iowa. Uh, Alex Jones was talking about Iowa. Um, he had this dude who uh, was talking about nuclear attacks and like just totally worst case scenario. And this dude, the two states he mentioned was Iowa and Idaho. Interesting. I can't even point at Iowa on a map, so. I, I don't, yeah, I don't know. I don't know where I was, so I would have to see it. Let's check it out. So Iowa. Oh, uh, it's kind of close to the Great Lakes, and it's like just past the. Uh, you oh, know. It's much the. Starts getting green. Wisconsin and Illinois. All right, so it's not too far away from water. Hey, it's all green. Perfect. Yeah, no, it's green. Like it. I like, yeah, I like it. I like it. For sure. Let's go start forming little mini, mini towns, hippie towns over there. Yeah. I wouldn't mind Iowa. Actually, I wouldn't mind anywhere right now. You just got to go with the right people. It never really is too much about the place. It's about the people. Mm. It is. What's the runner-up for most abundance? What's abundance? Oh, Oregon and Washington. Yeah, I mean, that's why they're burning it all up. Yeah, well, abundance can be burned. <laughs> I don't know about Washington because they got that vo giant volcano. I mean, if that volcano goes, we're all fucked. <laughs> if Yellowstone goes, we're all dead. The United States is basically gone, or at least the West Coast is. Cheapest cost of living. This is an important factor. See, Arizona, Arizona? Uh, too arid. New, New Mexico? Mexico, too arid again. Try Arkansas. Where's Arkansas in the map? New Mexico's. Is it too arid? Hell yeah, it's literally nothing but desert and some mountains. Okay, what about Arkansas? It's Arkansas. No. <laughs> oh, Arkansas. Okay, that's not bad. Where's Arkansas? It's green. Hey, come here. Yeah, it is super green. It's extremely green. I don't know, man. This might be Photoshop. We might be seeing at an old picture or something like that. Yeah, that's a, you know that's an important thing, you know, to be free from taxes and um, those kind of things. Hey, if you got a religion, you ain't got to worry about all that. True. You, you gotta have a certain amount of people to establish that religion. And I don't know. You have to have. Do you? I'll look that up. Yeah, and then you have to maintain like some weekly services to the community. Like uh, we're gonna, we gonna be having weekly services where we all take sacred medicine. Oh man, I'm gonna make a hippie community. Oh yeah, I'm gonna make a hippie community. All right, what's this one? I don't really care about scenic. Montana and Colorado. I'm a utilitarian. Yeah, Montana's over in a desert area, kind of desert area. It gets really cold and snows over there. So it's weird to control that temperature. Montana, oh, at the top. Yeah, it's mountainous and 
not that green, kind of arid. Okay, for sure. And then Colorado over there. Most remote, Alaska? What the? How would you homestead in Alaska? That would be like some championship. Everybody homesteads in Alaska. Alaska is home to many self-reliant people and families, such as Coleman's twins. If you're a hardcore off-grid homesteading enthusiast, the small towns of Alaska just might be for you. Literally, you have to be homesteading if you're in Alaska. Runner-up, Nevada. What? Uh, they gave a link to the Collins twins and cannot be found. <laughs> I mean... The last dying breed. Man, they removed it. They died. <laughs> <laughs> There's the like the homesteading um, people in Alaska. I've I've seen some interesting documentaries of people up there, but all right. Well, looks like Iowa is our best choice so far. Iowa, Iowa, and Arkansas. Middle, middle America. Yeah, Iowa, I mean, Arkansas, Texas. We gotta take some trips over there. And we will see what happens. You know, Oregon, this whole freaking nice part just got destroyed by terrorists who they caught. And, you know, maybe other people too that they didn't catch. And maybe it's government too. Who knows? Who knows well, how deep that goes? Who knows how deep Antifa goes? It's just too organized, you know? Like, it's just the whole West. There's a, there's a single area. That's, that wasn't burned along this area. Uh, a lot of the, the word on this street, <laughs> I'm going to say it that way, word on this street is they are, um, they're trying to destroy our food source. They're trying to kill our food. They're trying to create shortages. Artificially create shortages. And they're probably going to blame Trump somehow. Be like, Trump took all our food. What? How do you do that, too? How did he do that, too? Yeah, I wonder how long the blame Trump game is going to last. Even if Biden gets elected, then we're going to blame everything on Trump, too. We always blame everything on presidents because that's, that's kind of what they're there for, but... Yeah, they are just a scapegoat. They are a scapegoat. Um, it's just... They... They don't have to lie. He's done fucked up shit. Run with that. He's done bad things. Run with that. He hasn't done everything correct. Run with that. Why do you have to lie? For, for what reason? Are you scared that people are going to find out that he's not the worst thing in the fucking world? That he hasn't tried destroying America like you say he's tried destroying America? That that removing some government funded programs is actually a good thing because it takes the government spends less money they spend less money they need to take less they need to create less they need to inflate the economy less people have this illusion that your tax money actually pays for anything it doesn't it goes to pay the interest rate that the united states has with the federal reserve in which then they get a new loan it's like every year they take your taxes and they pay their credit card bill and then they take out another credit card. Actually, they don't even pay the credit card bill. They pay the interest on the credit card bill and they keep allowing the, the limit to be ever increased. 
And it's never going to stop. And this is how they play their game. And it's only going to stop when they want it to stop, when they want to deflate everything and fuck everybody over. What's good is your one million, what good is your $1 million when it's not worth shit? When you can't trade it for anything. It's not. They're devaluing our dollar. They're, yeah, the devaluation of the dollar, inflation is one of the biggest, biggest, biggest things to affect everybody inflation doesn't care what race you are what gender you are who you like who you don't like what your views are it doesn't care it affects you inflation is the silent killer in this room that nobody but ron paul is talking about oh man look at that inflation went up the ass Negative 0.2% was average annual inflation. How the fuck do we have negative inflation? Yeah, before the Fed was created, we had negative inflation. Zero, you, negative 0 0.2. Are you saying those pockets of inflation were federal banks being created and destroyed by the U.S. government? Because I know the, before the Federal Reserve, there were other banks that were created by the U.S. government. Are those pockets of inflation going up a result of that policy? Mm -hmm. They've consolidated into single bank in 1913, and since then it's just been increasing. Skyrocketed like no one else, dude. And and then like it's just crazy how it just they just got so confident. Oh, 1913, we'll just start doing it a little bit. We'll create a war. We'll just get people to uh, start accepting it. Great Depression happens, and then. They keep printing it just they just keep printing and then like the consumer uh price index increased by 60 percent. so things became 60 percent more 50 percent more expensive between 1913 and uh the vietnam war and i was like that's a lot of decades right right it's and so then from, Go for it. from from then 60%, it increased from 60% of what it was in 1913. And they just skyrocketed that Damn. printing. Like, insane. Like, I wish I had a fucking printer that can print my money. Dang. And then just in those uh, from 1970 to 2010, um, the uh, consumer price index increased from 80% or 60% to 240%. Those numbers are kind of hard to gauge if you're not looking at this thing. Um, just for everybody who's listening, we're looking at a graph called U.S. inflation from 1790 to 20, 2015, and it's from visualizing economics. And what it clearly shows is that before 1913, inflation was pretty slow it's even called negative inflation like there are pockets of high inflation and then it drops and then high inflation and then it drops my guess is, is that was when the, the the federal banks were created and I, I remember they were created some of them were created before fucking the, the, this federal reserve we have now and the reason they were they failed is because they were they knew they were private banks and this is why they called the federal reserve the federal reserve because it gives a sense of a it makes people believe it's fucking federal, but it's not. 
So after 1913, it goes from 1913 to 2015, it literally went up 240% or like 200 and let's just say 220. It went, it went up 220%. So your money's been inflated 220%, right? Is that what it is? Yeah, so from 1913 to 1970, it went from 15 to 60. So let's calculate how much that is. So 60 divided by 15 is four. So the prices went up four times. And then from, from uh, and then if we compare that to, so from that time period, you know, up, up to this, from the creation of the Fed to 1970, it, the prices multiplied four times. Wow. Because okay. they just kept, they just kept uh, printing shit. And then from 1970, which was um, 60 or 60, right? Actually, no, we're not going to divide it by that. We, we can do that too. So then the, whatever the prices were from 1970, to now multiplied by four times to to now but if we compared what is to now to before Wait, the fed was mean? created it was uh you know 240 divided <laughs> by 15 16. Damn. these numbers are pretty easy to remember you know from 13 from the 1913 to 1970 the price multiplied by four times and from 1913 to now prices multiplied by 16 times so if you had a house back then it would be worth 100k now it would be worth 1.6 million or it'd be cost cost i got to say cost something like that right yeah interesting well how do we get out of this how do we Besides creating our little community, which that's in the works, you know, that's always in the works. <laughs> How do we get out of this? Um, I was watching this cool webinar um, where um, Max Wright, he talks about uh, the great wealth transfer and how this is going to be kind of an opportunity for um, if you feel like, because um, there's going to they're gonna, just like when any um, dollar or currency gets devalued, um, it uh, eventually they have to drop the, uh, you know, they have to drop a zero from your bank account. Yeah. Yeah, so- That happened in Mexico. That. Huh? That happened in Mexico. Yeah, they happened in Mexico, Venezuela, Greece, like every, everywhere, whenever a dollar crashes, that's just what they do. The bank just yeah, drops zero. Trump so if you have, people. if you have a uh, thousand bucks, no, now you have a hundred bucks. Yeah, uh, you can you can only withdraw like ten bucks at a time. That's when you got to keep all your money cash. <laughs> yeah, that's one important thing. Um, but um, that's kind of a joke. More than that, you have to uh, get the real money. You you have to convert the cash to assets. Right. That are ever gonna survive the. Uh, that period. So right now, that's crypto, uh, gold, silver, and those kind of things. Is crypto an actual viable solution at this point in time? I, 
I think so still. Uh, that's what everyone's uh, writing on because crypto is based on calculation power. Um, and one of the questions that Max was asked was like, what happens when they have quantum computing? Um, and he says, you see, he had a pretty sensible answer. He said that what will happen is the price will um, drop a little bit and then, but it'll catch back up because there's a limited amount of crypto. But so, it can always be, you can always create more. You can always break it down into finer pieces, smaller pieces. So yeah. Even, even if there's a limited amount, you just add a zero and boom, there's more. <laughs> oh, okay. I see what you mean. Because yeah. no, you can't. Um, the crypto by nature has like, there can only be, um, I think it's like a million Satoshis. It's 21 million. 21, yeah, so you can 21 million add. coins, right? Yeah. So there's no adding zeros. There's no removing zeros. There's just um, mining. You can only mine it with uh, processing power. So when you got quantum computing, you'll people will be able to mine more, but eventually that's just gonna that eventually once you have mined all twenty one million, there's no more mining. That's it. But you can break that one down. You can break one you can trade you can have one Bitcoin and that can Bitcoin can be going point zero 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 one Bitcoin. Yeah, I mean you can do that now too. Yeah. So even if you have a limited amount. Do you really have a limited amount if you can break each one down to infinitesimal pieces? Yes. If I if I have a pizza mm. and I can cut it into twelve slices, mm. if I can cut it into a hundred slices, right? Still, it's still one pizza. It's true. But how is you having a hundred slices not the same thing as inflation? Inflation is when I suddenly um, uh, take the pizza box. And I'm like, and I cut the pizza box into a piece of pizza. And I'm like, hey, this is a pizza too, man. And then I add it to the pizza. That's inflation. When I'm adding th things that aren't actually. You're you adding know. slices from other pizzas. Yeah. Hmm. So Bitcoin does not become inflated? Because it's limited. It's fundamentally limited that you can't print more right there's no way you can't inflate it it's, it's in the rules so um right with fiat currency it's not that's not in the rules you can print random money and what happens is now everyone else's is worth less true 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 yeah I wouldn't, you know, I wouldn't suggest putting everything in there um, because what's going to happen is uh, crypto is going to crash again. When when the Fed prints a shit ton more money, which is coming up, crypto is going to crash a shit ton again. And that's going to be a really good time to buy. So, um, but uh, yeah, what Max is saying though, you know, he said, you know, if you had ten thousand bucks, then put in like half of it now. On crypto and then like wait for it to crash and then put in more half on the rest of it um, so the one thing about crypto is that it's just as easy to create a bubble in crypto than it is in real life there are pump and dumps constantly and, and even bitcoin has been a pump and dump at some point in time I remember when everybody's buying into the $18,000 crypto and everybody, oh my gosh, crypto, 100 grand, 100K, it's going to go to 100,000. And then it crashed immediately. And I was, I was laughing. I was laughing at everybody because 
it can also be hyped. It can also be manipulated. It can also be just as easily crashable as other markets and stuff. I mean, if everybody pulls their money out of crypto, nobody uses it. Like crypto in itself, I don't believe has an inherent value. It only get, it has a value if you trade it with things. And at this point in time, economies are being created around crypto, but it's not at a sustainable level for many, 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 many things. Like there's no crypto communities yet, except for China, but China's different. I'm, I'm not even going to go into there. I'm talking about real crypto. There's no community that accepts only crypto and runs on crypto and you can buy land on crypto and you can trade services with crypto. Like it hasn't been, that's not there yet. When is that coming? I'm, I'm, I honestly wonder when is there, when is the first crypto city going to come out? Is yeah. there a crypto city? I don't think so. I mean, we, we, we're a crypto world. I mean, you can, um, decentralized banking is, I'm, I'm, I it's trust decentralized banking, you know, it's, just, it's yeah. the best thing ever to be your yeah. own bank. Like, yeah, I have my own wallet yeah. and I can transfer money and I can uh, convert crypto back and forth. I'm not going to go all in balls deep in, into crypto, but um, it's just a good idea to uh, have, you know, go join the revolution and have because have, uh, this decentralized banking, like the, the other options, you know, are solid assets, which are kind of burdensome, you know. Many times, yeah. That's true. That's true. Yeah, I'm, I'm pump and dump is, is a possibility. But why would that happen? Like uh, everyone. It has happened. It's based on, the thing is something that's, anything that's based on something real isn't going to be dumpable. Crypto is based on something real, which is the compute power is literally directly related to compute power. Sure, everyone can just be like, let's sell all our crypto, but what, what are they gonna go to? Fiat currency? The government's government-backed currency? Facebook currency? Facebook currency, like things that some, some other agency controls and they make up the rules and they um, tell you how much it's gonna be, like, you know, that's not, that's not really attractive. You know, people aren't attracted to that anymore. People have lost trust. And there's going to be a huge portion of people that are always not going to trust the government to manage their, their uh, hard-earned money anymore. Um, Good idea. But yeah, the, if, if you don't, there, there are uh, billionaires that don't believe in crypto. Um, Warren Buffett is one of them. Um, mm -hmm. he, he does just gold and real estate. Gold is great. Gold is small and platinum is small and very portable. But you know, if you fly across the country, you're gonna have to uh, give some of it to the uh, country. So, and it's easily they can steal it. The actual asset you get jacked. Yeah, and there's been times where the government just comes in your home and robs it from you too. Takes your shit. Yeah, the government has taken people in gold before. No, they literally come into you know they give an announcement that you know we're maybe that's what's staved off the uh, inflation. Like, I was just wondering, why is it so low here? So, you know, during the Great Depression, gold, they backed, they uh, kept gold reserves. And Nixon abandons gold standard right here. As soon as he abandoned the gold standard. The second the gold standard got abandoned, they're like, fuck, yeah, we about to print all the money. Yeah, that's where we just lost all our senses. All our common sense just out the window. 
Shit, we weren't even born then, bro. That's when we were just playing with Monopoly money. Hell yeah. You gotta win that game. <laughs> but all that money does go back to the bankers. And everything does go back to the box. Like uh, Peter... Peter Joseph? Peter Jackson? That guy's guy. <laughs> yeah, dude. I mean... Oh, yeah, I'm, I'm I'm all for cryptocurrencies and decentralizing everything. It's just it is based on computing power, but that's a weird thing to base a currency on. I I, I like this idea of tokenomics. I'm very 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 new into tokenomics, but it's the creation of value from an a service or a or an object that's being created. So if you make something, you literally create something, that value, well, that then gets, that becomes something in and of itself. And it's a, a given in a, a set amount of, of value according to you and the environment and the market or whatever the hell. But it literally, it's not just all make-believe. It's not, not just computer numbers on, on, on the screen. Because all our money right now is just ones and zeros. Most of our money is just ones and zeros on computer screens fucking insane it's binary code all over and that's what runs our economy binary fucking code it's insane whoa money is evolving just like everything else in this world like people like viruses like bacteria that's pretty dope that is pretty dope all right so we've been talking for a minute now well, like an hour two hours actually what let's, let's get on this list that we want to read uh cory's taking a break he's walking his dog let him be but let's read this trump accomplishment list I'm, I'm not sure if he did all these things i literally just found it on facebook and it'd be interesting to go through this and check a few of them out all right i'm not gonna i want to go through an obama list eventually later but all i know is that obama signed the national defense authorization act on december 21st 2011 and fuck that <laughs> my name my main thing against him is that 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 law literally just said, "Oh, you you don't believe in America." But anyways, let's go. So Trump accomplishment. Trump short list of accomplishments. General removed two executive orders for every new one he wrote. I don't know that. That would be interesting. I think it's a good idea if he did do that. Because there's already too many laws. I think we talked about these before. We don't know all the laws out there, and there's more laws being created every single day. So if he is doing this, kudos. Because, yeah, you should write a new law and delete the old one. I don't know why we have old laws in with the new laws. A normal. What the heck? Wow, that's actually unpolitical. Political says it. Boom. Gangster. We're not. Uh, if you want to have a regulation you want, number one, we're not going to approve it because it's already been approved probably in 17 different forms it's real but if we do the only way we have a chance is we have to knock out two regulations for every new regulation so there's a new regulation they have to knock out two that that's a smart but way that's, to start that's, yeah. that's sick trump is like straight up libertarian that's like that's that's awesome yeah i if, if anything this guy loves money and freedom and markets and yeah that might be his religion but uh, that that's america right there i don't i don't really know like that's as American as it can get right there. There was an interesting dialogue that I noticed that 
um, people are afraid of capitalism turning into corporatism and monopolies and, and it does cloning capitalism. But the only reason that happens, they were explaining regulation is because the small businesses get hyper-regulated, you get hyper-regulated yeah. and you can't compete against them. Yeah. You, can't, you can't sell lemonade. You can't, you can't sell lemonade uh, right in front of your house. Cause you, you gotta, you gotta go through like a million different loopholes and pay taxes. Permits, to fees, registrations, licenses, and all these other nonsense things. Literally, if I was in another country, I could just put a lemonade stand outside and start selling some shit. Start making money. Not here. You would, you might get the cops called on you and the health department will come on you and you get bills. And it has happened. This isn't like, oh my gosh, you're being No, this shit has happened. You, it, what freedom do we really have now? So I, kudos for every new regulation law you, 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 you want to make, you got to delete two old ones because there is already a bunch of crap in the books. I mean, it, it would be better just to like, let's just annihilate these regulations in the first place. But I mean, that's, that's probably yeah. too. Yeah, one step at a time. Yeah, that's probably too libertarian for for them to try. You know, at the same time, which ones did they leave? So I think going to one topic and fixing or creating a law for a topic and then deleting two other laws related to the same thing, I think that makes more sense. Little by little, we we'll start replacing bullshit bureaucracy with with things that are more common sense, like we're saying. Eh, I don't know, like you know, buyers just buyers beware. Like if someone's selling lemonade, that I agree. Drink it, I agree. You can't you can't sue them. You I drank agree. it. You out of your own judgment, you're a big boy. Right. You know, you you right. got sick. You you deal with it, okay? Don't go suing people. I, I, I think if they didn't hurt you, yeah, that that's fine. Like if you Even find if they did hurt you, like you, you um why why don't you just uh carefully drink the lemonade, like drink take a little sip and see if you feel okay. Why don't you build a rapport or build a relationship, talk to the person, be your own government. True, true, true. I mean in the case I was talking about is like that woman at like the woman at McDonald's that got burned with hot coffee. That actually turned out to be a more severe thing, and that she won because that coffee was extremely hot, like over boiling hot. It was over the regulations, and she got in. Like it, it did lead to very expensive medical expenses. Okay, so the coffee didn't like go jump into her mouth, but it was negligence, and no, it didn't jump into her mouth, but it did spill everywhere. And, and it was still negligent on behalf of the, 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 so of the company. They, did they hand the coffee to her and then she just immediately it just spilled everywhere? Or... No, she went out. Yeah, she, who knows? She, she tried drinking it and then it just spilled everywhere. But what she should have done is she should it's hot. Have to be oh, careful with it. She, she should have checked it. Let's, lightly open, sure. let's, check, let's, check, let's check, check how hot it is. And True. if it's too hot, True. You can, you're right. You can give it back to the person and tell them, hey, make me another one. You're, or let it cool down. But I'm not really sure if that was the case. Maybe the cup broke. Okay, I don't really know everything. But all right. So yeah, there has to be more self-responsibility. America loves to sue people. And a lot of these regulations were made so you can't sue people anymore. And it's, it's corporations trying to look up, look after their own ass. So yeah, it's an entangling bullshit web of nonsense there. So let's keep, let's keep going with this list. I, I, I commend that. Two executive orders for everyone know when he wrote. Perfect. I think this is something we should do live on camera and stuff like that, like even on YouTube or anything, like just actually researching and looking it up because we are looking it up on, on Google and fine. we are looking up these, these specs. And Space Force. Space Force, he, he was made a lot of fun for, for creating this thing. Um, can you go back to the actual list? 
Oh, actually, I have it too. Don't worry. Oh, created space force at the sixth branch in the U.S. military. If there are aliens, which they have already released footage of, like they've released footage of weird things they've captured on on camera. So, if there are aliens, wouldn't you want to potentially prepare for them in one shape or other? And if other countries are in space with military, wouldn't you want military in space as well? If you're a powerful nation, I think it's common sense. And I'm still not with the whole Space Force idea, but when it comes to escalation, if you're not following what the other countries are doing, or at least trying to keep up with them, then you're going to get dominated like they, we have in all history. So I don't know. What do, what do you feel about that one? Um, honestly, I think we already have aliens in our government and they're in our government and they're yeah. not, and any aliens that, um, that would attack us, they might be on our side trying to save us from these evidently, you know, other uh, aliens, other entities. Yeah. Satanic. There, know. there might be multiple versions and they're like, now nah, these other people are about to come through. We got to get the spaceships rolling. Yeah, that may be it. That may be it. Yeah. Okay. The Space Force. Military spending is, is always a big eh with me. I heard some. I heard some bad stuff about that. I think I heard that like uh, is Space Force the same thing as NASA or no? No. NASA's not part of the military. It's not, a, it has nothing to do with NASA. It's not about protecting Earth from asteroids or aliens. What's it said, Harrison? Well, it's probably against the Chinese. The Chinese probably have things in space that we have no clue about. We don't know what the Chinese are up to. Always got to watch out for what they're doing. Huh, war in space. Yeah, the idea of Star Wars was the same thing when they created the Star Wars program back in the, I think the 80s. Um, yeah, it was, it was supposed to, we were supposed to be having um, deep space battles already. Uh, being able to attack in space or from space. And honestly, military inventions do fuel a lot of innovation and I want flying vehicles and hover vehicles and like teleportation and stuff, so. I don't know. I think, you know, in our lifetime, well, I'm kind of selfish, you know, in our lifetime, we're not going to see that benefit. Yeah. And two, there's so many easy things to do to improve ourselves, but I, who knows if we can discover oh. free energy um, technology and make that available, right. You know, it might be worth it. Um, because that's the kind of energy that we would need. Right. Um, but I've heard a lot of Thomas that's saying that, you know, nuclear energy is already really clean energy. We just need a way to shoot it out into the sun or something, you know, the, 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 radioact the, the radioactive cores that, you know, we don't need anymore. Because we, we have, like, plenty of... So it's mostly clean. <laughs> it's the most efficient source of energy that we have. It's better than solar energy um, mm. because it, you get a lot more energy output. It's better than all the other dirtier forms of energy, including, like... Um, uh, we call those you know windmills and things because kill stuff actually 
Um, supposedly, when they painted uh, the windmill uh, as uh, when they when they painted them white or something, um, less you know, like seventy percent less birds ran into them. Which is good, but I mean, because the birds saw them, I guess. I don't. That's interesting. Yeah. You know, <laughs> white or black or something, but uh, yeah. Then um, so apparently, a lot of the fires in North Northern California are because they spent too much money on solar. I mean, on uh, solar and windmill energy that they didn't um they didn't like now we have blackouts yeah they had, they had blackouts and stuff we have a lot of power coming in during the day and at night there's not that much power coming in so they need the original fossil fuel things i mean a lot of these fossil fuel things can be converted to burning my idea is always to burn eco-friendly trash so if all the trash you throw away is made out of plants and doesn't have any toxic chemicals and you burn that i find that to be better than burning coal but i mean I, they can be refurbished and, and repurposed the, the our current infrastructure can be repurposed nuclear energy the only thing i'm worried about is fukushima wow. fukushima like related instance where it's still pouring out toxic water toxic waste by the ton just water coming out for years and years and years and years and yes mostly clean it's like mostly peaceful it's good well, if they can control it it's, it's clean but if, why did they why did they put it so close to water like that's where their city is and that's where the water they got water from the ocean and desalinated and they put it in in, in the nuclear reactor they were using but that's, that's the reason they can't disable it though because yeah. it's so close to water and you know they can't get to it they can't get to it yeah they can't do what they did in uh chernobyl in Chern you know what they did in chernobyl which is insane they they dug underneath the core literally so there, there was the nuclear reactor on top they dug underneath it made a big ass hole and then blew it all to shit to drag the core down and then pour tons and tons and tons and tons and tons of cement over that. And then they created a big ass fucking what's it called? Container? Or they they just built something around it to contain it. And it, like little by little it's been getting better. But they can't do that in Japan. There's no way they can do that in Japan. And they can't get robots in there because it's too far and electronics get messed up. They can't send in people over there because it's too far and it's way too radioactive at that point. Like, and they need to remove the isotopes in certain sequences so that they don't set off the chain reaction that blows everything to shit. That's the biggest problem with nuclear. It's still too new, in my opinion. Cold fusion? That, that's where it's at, right? Isn't that like getting the nuclear energy without having to ignite it or activate it? There's latent potential energy in, 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 in plutonium. If you don't have to heat it up to get it, then that's a big win. And that's what I think cold fusion is about. Using nuclear energy without having, having it active. I might be wrong, but I'm, I'm all with that. Right now, it's, it's mostly clean. <laughs> mostly clean. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. And hemp can really power up a lot of things. Like hemp fuel same thing as kerosene or oil or biodiesel we, we can do it 
But all right, let's keep going on this list. We probably are number one. There's like 30 things. <laughs> Signed the biggest wilderness protection and conservation bill in a decade and designated 375,000 acres as protected lands. Didn't he also remove EPA and regulations? Okay. Did he do this? Yeah, I read I, that. He like, in order to cater to the farmers, he reduced the uh, water cleanliness thing. Uh, I mean, that sucks. And it would suck less if all the chemicals they put on the farms weren't so toxic. Yeah. But, yeah. Again, I don't agree with everything he's done. We're just going through his accomplishment list. And Biggest wilderness protection conservation bill in a decade and designated 200. So that means more than Obama ever did. Is that real? Is this one real? This one? No, no, the, the 375,000 acres. Oh. Yeah, they're all like actual headlines. Newsweek. So. Shit. I don't know if that's there or not. Three thousand isn't that much. I mean, nah. in California, two million acres just burned in like a week. Because California goes hard. <clears throat> Across California, Oregon, I, I bet this thing already burned. <laughs> <laughs> you put this law like. March. Hey man, it was the left liberals that went to go burn Trump's conservation land. They're they like, mad. These, these, these liberals were getting so mad at Trump, they want to go burn the earth. I mean, probably not, but, but still. Okay, so that's, that's real. Kudos. I don't know how many Obama did, if that is truly a decade, but conservation is good. I'm all for that. We need to have less. We don't need to have everywhere industrialized. It doesn't need to be like that. Signed the Save Out Save Our Seas Act, which funds ten million dollars per year to clean tons of plastic and garbage from the ocean. It's not a bad idea. And I've actually seen a machine or heard of a machine and seen videos of a machine that converts most plastics back into the original like oil form, back into a liquid. So instead of recycling, they just make it back into the original material. And they throw all kinds of plastics in there all at the same time and it comes it just turns back into oil that's what they're saying and there's a few countries with these machines already and i think that's a promising thing being able to do more than recycling a little what is this okay so they're saying it's false because he just reauthorized it he didn't sign a new bill he just reauthorized the previous bill we did sign it. Eh, I mean, technically, uh, he didn't create it. Uh, but, well, he didn't not sign it. <laughs> you could have just said, nah, fuck this. But PolitiFact includes words in their, in their check. So they didn't, they, they didn't claim that he didn't sign it, is that it wasn't his idea. That's kind of his thing.
don't call it a garbage patch. Yeah. Um, a lot of people are saying recently that this garbage patch is at this point it's it's there's no point in trying to clean it up because it's gonna be more work to clean it up like it's gonna cause more damage trying to clean it up than it is gonna help how um because people would be like basically scouring the oceans for that and um and uh it would just cause um i'm not quite sure actually that makes no sense. It's it's much it's it's much healthier for the environment for us not to clean up this environmental mess. I think it's because like it, I suppose the good argument. What is their argument? What Trump administration funneled millions from nine eleven firefighter fund? It's real. You'd have to check the, the actual story. Why are we here? I just saw this random link and just accidentally clicked it. All right, hold on. Sorry. Yeah, so it turns out that he probably is taken away from the 9-11 health program. But then it comes down to the question, bro. We don't, if we had an actual healthcare system that was efficient and, yeah, if we actually had a healthcare system, they wouldn't need all these extra millions of dollars to help. It would just kind of already, they would already be covered in one way, I guess from insurance, from the job or from other things. Like if you have insurance and you go to the hospital and you start to pay tens of thousands, a hundred thousand dollars, it's not because the thing is worth tens of thousands, a hundred of dollars. It's because that's the price they, they agreed on. If you go to another country and you do the same thing, it's way, 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 way less. Way less. So, yeah. It sucks that they're taking away money from these guys. I, my, the thing is that the main problem is always the healthcare system is not really a healthcare system right now. I mean, it, it started with Obama, though, you it know, did start. in 2016. Yeah. Um, he began funneling out half a million bucks for the Medicare system and then Trump just kept doing it. I guess he's just thinking it's the right thing. Um, but then, you know, it just looks like Jon Stewart in uh, 20, starting in 2015, five years ago, he's been, uh, he's been making a lot of lobbying trips to Congress to uh, get that fixed. He's gonna have a documentary in, uh, coming out in a month or so for that. It's nice to see that guy's face. He looks so old. Have you seen him recently? Yeah, I've seen John Stewart. He was on Joe Rogan like a couple months ago. Oh, really? I gotta see that one. Yeah, it's pretty good. It's a pretty good show. It's a pretty good show. It's a pretty good recording. Um, yeah, let's keep going on the list though. So sign the $10 million. You can't really accredit Trump for that. He just continued a program, but sure. Let's go up. Um, trade imbalance confrontation with China. That's true. We all know he, he has problems with fucking. He's the China. first one to stand up to them, you know? Yeah. I mean, that's good. Whenever someone stands up to the bully in whatever form, I'm all for that. I'm all for standing up to bullies. And there's, there's no reason that China needs to have a million or millions of Muslims in a camp. It, there isn't. Well, for them, there is. Yeah. 
they're saying reasons, they're all yeah. like radicalized Muslims. Yeah, they, they criminalize everybody and dehumanize them. And even regular Chinese people have this kind of mentality that they're criminals. So that's how they get away with shit. They normalize it. They normalize the shit out of it. And they say, this is fine. This is how we do it. This is how we stay safe. And it's always dangerous. But yeah, kudos to standing up to China because China's fucked. And we need to start having more local industry in whatever which way informed. I'm all for that. I'm all for local everything. Local sustainable collective communities. Boom. Next, new trade deal to replace NAFTA. Yes. Yes. Fuck NAFTA and fuck the TPP. All right. NAFTA was a was a fuck deal. It truly was. It was great for big corporations and big businesses, but it fucked a lot of people and a lot of the industries. It made money in one form, but we lost so much industry from that. So kudos to that. Finalized new trade agreement with South Korea. All right. Yeah, when it comes to this new South Korean trade agreement, I have no idea. And I guess that's good. I don't really see it as a big deal because that's not what president is supposed to do. So I don't know if that's a win or if that's just a regular thing people are supposed to do. No. Israel-South Korea free trade agreement and final stage. Interesting. This was just today. Whoa. Whoa. He's been creating peace around the world now. How is... I'm truly curious as to how that happened, though. Like, did he have anything to do with it? Is all part of the plan? I'm highly skeptical of this. Cause... Anything with Israel, I kind of, I'm, I'm really, when I hear the word Israel, I think of, you know, Z. Because, you know, we're giving tons of money to Israel and they're bombing those Palestinians, you know? Giving tons of bombs to them, yeah. If they didn't do that, I think Israel would be a great country. If they, if, if Israel would just not bomb the countries next to them, that would be really nice. That's, it would, right? <laughs> yeah. If you would just stop bombing us, we'd really appreciate it. I mean, hopefully these peace talks lead to less bombs. I mean, that's also all it needs to go to. Like, if they can lead to less bombs, more understanding, and more people doing what they want to do, freedom, I'm all about freedom. Yeah, but I think it's like, kind of like if you, I, they're saying that they're encroaching. The Palestinians are encroaching on their land. <laughs> on the land they lived on? Yeah. That's ridiculous. They carved out a piece of land out of nowhere. Europeans carved out a piece of land and called it Israel. And now other people are encroaching on this carved out piece of land that was created 100 years ago. Yeah, like if you look at the uh, geographical Extension thing here. of Israel, it's insane, dude. Palestinian loss of land from 1946 to 2011. <laughs> they, started, they started with the rare resources. And little by little, they're putting... All, it is, all, all Israel is is, is this, this little specks. And then just, just takes over the whole... All yeah, of Palestine. Israel's been taking over some 
crazy level. In, in, in two years, like, I think this was, you know, this was at the end of World War II, they just totally just take over everything here. That was well, 1946 is the end of World War Two. Is it the year after? Yeah. And yeah. Nineteen forty-six, the World War Two ended, right? Yeah. No, 1945 is the war ended because of uh, we nuked we nuked Japan in 1945 in August. Oh, yeah. I think. But the thing is, like in 1946, it's like 92 percent Palestine. In 1947, it's like 60-40 Israel, like. Israel just went mine. Mine, 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 mine. Yeah, 2011 is like completely the opposite. Who's encroaching who? Yeah, who's encroaching who? <laughs> who's encroaching who? I, I don't. I mean, their, their argument is like, this is their land, it's been their Torah, that it was made for them. Well, isn't Native American land their land too? I mean, that argument is nonsensical. This book gave us our land. I don't really, I don't buy that argument. I don't really care. I think that argument is bullshit. I don't really mind that you're there in your worship or you have that land. That's, that's not my thing. But if they purchased what, it, that would be another thing, you know? Yeah. If they, were, if they brought it from Palestine. They have enough money to purchase it, too. I they mean, did. I they should have. Like, they give so much money to Israel, and they, have, they do have the most concentrated wealth. They also have a lot of. Well, Jewish believers that give to them. I don't know what percentage they give to them, but a lot of do. A lot of people just give to Israel, like a percentage of their salary, or a big part of their, a part of their salary. So, they're well funded. They could have bought the land. That would have been a different case. You kidding? Yeah, you can't they can complain. just gradually just buy the land. Like, but yeah. I think they have. They might have some sort of racist feeling towards them too. They totally do. You can, you can literally feel it, and it might be the case that every. Israeli person is forced to be is forced to join the military and forced to be put into the situation where they're in conflict with these kind of people. So they start developing all these ideas that these people are this or that people are that. When in reality, Israeli militants are going into Palestinian places and kicking them out. You're, you're kicking people out, people out of their own neighborhoods and you're not expecting them to get mad. That's, that's lunacy. That's lunacy. But anyways. I'm all for peace. Hopefully they stop bombing and taking people's stuff. Hopefully they can start sharing the land with the Palestinians. I don't see why they can't share the land. I honestly see why they can't share the land. It makes no sense to me. Yeah. But yeah, all right. Let's keep going down this Trump list. Breakthrough agreement with the EU to increase U.S. exports. Uh... Uh, is that is that did he cause that again? Like, there's a lot of things that aren't really caused by one thing or not. But increasing increasing U.S. exports, I guess, is always good. Yeah, it's good for us. Uh, we definitely need to be producers. It's true. We need more industries. We're like the biggest consumer in the world, and we are. Beef access. That was last last year. Well, yeah, last year is part of Trump's accomplishments. Oh, okay, but I mean, so is it about beef access or is it just something else? It might be the beef access. It, it is just beef exports, okay. So we're going to yeah, sell meat. I was meat hoping we could get away from that, but... Um, now we're selling it to the Europeans. That might mean that they want more meat production here. Yeah. 
it's a whole different drain in the in the resources of the environment. But all right, I don't I don't I don't know if that's a plus or minus. Is good. We we do have a surplus of you know vegetables, especially here in the Central Valley, that supply to the world. All right. So, sign the Music Modernization Act, the biggest change to copyright law in decades. Is this real? What does this do? Music Modernization Act. In 2018, copyright reform. Copyright reform, what way? Touted, Kid Rock, blah, blah, blah. All right, then let's read this. So there's three key updates when it comes to this law. So one is the creation of, of an organization led by songwriters and publishers charged with overseeing a mechanical licensing database. The organization plans to ensure copyright owners are paid when songs are streamed on services such as Spotify, Apple Music, and Amazon. Streaming services previously held the responsibility. Okay, so they're centralizing how they pay royalties out. I, I, I'm not a fan of centralization, but I guess if they weren't getting paid before, I guess this is good. Artists receive royalties on songs recorded before 1972. This closes the digital radio loophole that prevented digital radio from being obligated to pay royalties on songs released before 1972. So now radios have to pay royalties for old, old songs. Again, okay, I guess. And last, creating a uniform payment process for music producers to receive royalties. Yeah, I just kind of like streamlines the whole royalty. Yeah, streamlines everything. It wastes less effort on these you know music companies to i mean these streaming services to have that burden i guess it's more of accountability as well on these streaming services to pay these people because before they'd be like oh this is how we count this or this is how we count that or we don't count this or we don't count that i guess they're just making more streamlined interesting okay we'll count this as a win and uh keep going next no, keep going 8,764 communities in the U.S. have been designated as opportunity zones and are expected to spur $100 billion in long-term private capital investment in economically distressed communities across the nation. Oh, that's what it says. Are expected to spur $100 billion. Oh, right. Okay. Expected to. Expected okay. to spur. Okay. So. It's already this, been like about 50. But yeah. The rest is, yeah. Yeah. So it has been 50 for sure. And then it's expected. Okay. We, we went through this already. So. Kudos to Trump for this one. Opportunity Zones is a great idea. Next, record levels of black and minority unemployment, record levels of black and minority employment just before the pandemic. Highest numbers in the 75 plus years of record keeping. Poverty rates for minorities have reached their lowest level since the US began collecting such data. Interesting. Dang, that's crazy. Interesting. In 75 years, wow. Since they started keeping records. So I think just these two facts alone, if black people knew it, they would probably stop writing. No, because they, they would need someone to interpret it, what it means for them in their community. Oh, yeah. Right. They, they would have to see what the direct benefit is. I mean, they would see that he's actually done a lot, you know? Right. And again, the numbers that they were naming or the numbers they're saying is lowest unemployment or highest employment rates for like many versions of, of the unemployment statistics. I, I think it was like U3 and U6. I'm not really sure what the difference are, but there's um, the main difference between both of them is that one counts 
people who part one doesn't count people who stop looking for work and people who are underemployed and I guess the other one does. What's that, where are we at? I don't know. I was just looking. Looks like it sucks because it's you know Asian American people are uh, not being helped as much. Jobless yeah. rate among Asian Americans spiked to record levels this year. Yeah, so, I mean, just you know reverse racism, man. I mean, yeah, well, the pandemic hit everyone. Plandemic. I'm sorry. <laughs> I had to correct myself. Yeah, it is definitely a pandemic because yeah. this happens. I'm not excluding the whole false data aspect, which is a huge reason to understand yeah. that, but um, it's just too coincidental. Trump's doing a great job, and then, oh, let's, let's make him not do a great job. I mean, Fauci predicted that Trump would deal with a, a pandemic. How the hell do you predict pandemic? Just like they're predicting the second wave. No, I didn't predict he said there's going to be a surprise pandemic. <laughs> Coming real soon. He said that in 2017. But yeah, he did. What a what a troll, bro. This was a straight up troll. All right. So let's keep going. Crime criminal crime and justice. Appointed record number of judges. I mean, that's not really a win. That's just something presidents do. No, but he's. Um, I saw a good uh, Instagram post on this of the specific judges he pointed yeah. and the names and everything and. Um, they're less biased, you know, like currently we have some pretty biased judges. True. So he's basically, that's, that's one of the things that the whole uh, Q movement is talking about how Trump is basically, before he can really tackle against these, uh, you know, corrupt politicians, first right. he has to fix the criminal justice Set system the so that they're not so dang biased, you know? Right. Because even if you can catch them, if they're not going to persecute them and if they're not going to go after them um, in a legal re recourse, then what's the point? So I guess it makes sense to reform everything to make sure. Yeah, you're basically setting up the system so you can take, take them all down. If that's what he's doing. That's not a bad move. So yeah, okay. a, I looked at the list and it's a pretty balanced list. You know, first one on the list was a woman. There was like a black person there. Like, it looked like a very diverse name of people, you know. Only a couple it, of the people I actually recognize. Here's the thing, though. Like, I don't believe Trump is racist. I think Trump likes people that can do things for him. That's about it. You know, I don't think he cares what color you are as long as you can help him out. Yeah, but I'm just saying he he, he did win the diversity points there too. True. Um, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Okay. Cool. So, number of judges corrected the horrible Ninth Circuit Court of Appeals. What does that mean? I don't know what that means. Corrected the yeah, horrible I've, Ninth Circuit Court of Appeals. I've seen that before. I Let's check it out. Let's check it out. So the Ninth Circuit is based in San Francisco, and it's obviously the most liberal Court of Appeals in the United States. But the big important thing here is that it hears cases from 19.3% of the total U.S. population. So the 19.3% of the total U.S. population are being judged on ideals that San Francisco has? It might be. How did how did Trump change this? How did he change this? Mm. We literally went from this complicated article to Fox News to, to 
We needed it to be dumbed down because it started getting way <laughs> okay, deep into We got a fucking video. All right, let's get to watch the video. All right, so we, we went to with the video. We, we got a, a better idea of what is actually happening. So the Ninth Circuit Court of Appeals, which encompasses California, Arizona, Alaska, Hawaii, Montana, Nevada, Idaho, Guam, Guam, Oregon, and Washington. Yeah, territory. Was a liberal bastion that, had been, that has been aggressively reshaped into a more moderate court by the Trump administration. So, in short, there were a ton more liberal judges than there are conservative judges, and that was skewing all of their decisions. And it got to the point where one judge here was trying to stop the federal government because he has a personal vendetta against the president, which, yeah, you, just because you don't like the guy doesn't mean you have to stop everything. It, how, how crazy is your hate that you're trying to destroy a country because you don't like a person? That's, that's intense, man. I, the level of these Democrats are, the extreme these people are, re- are ready to go to are so insane. Like, this isn't liberal anymore. This is straight up, well, fascist. I don't know. It's, it's, it's not liberal anymore. They're not, they're trying to push their points of views into other types of things. So I guess all the new liberal laws that were passed or all the new liberal things that were trying to, they're trying to push um, and the Supreme Court, a lot of them came from this, this, this ninth district. And now Trump has appointed more conservative and now they're getting shot down more which is good. There's a lot of nonsense in courts that needs to go, and we need to make room for the important shit. Yeah, make it more balanced. Yeah, way more balanced. And that's good, man. I don't know. It used to be all about liberals and Democrats and, and freedom and blah, blah, blah. And then you realize they're not really all about freedom. They're, they're not. They want to control you. They want to do things. They want to put things in order to force you to believe certain things or not believe certain things. And it's insane. It really is. So I'm all about freedom. Whatever gives you more freedom, I'm with that. So again, I'll give kudos to, to Trump on this one for trying to remedy this situation. Not bad. Not bad at all. Dang. There's been a couple of good things so far. There's been a couple of points. Right. What, where does this go, bro? Go back to that list. I think, I think oh, we're done with this one. Do you have anything to say about the Ninth Court of Appeals? Not really. Uh, it's just uh, it, it. It would be nice to know specifically, but I probably gotta dig in more um, exactly. And I don't really want to dig in that deep. I'm gonna take his word for it that it's more moderate, because that's true. Yeah, I, I mean we all know how hyper liberal these courts are. Ooh, I lost you for a second. You everything good here? Yeah, I think it's your internet connection, maybe. It wasn't lag. Like Zoom started tripping out. I think your video might be really long. So I just shut off the video. No, the I mean the recording might be too long. Like it's it's all saving it onto like a uh, onto your computer, right? So sometimes that's why you gotta like break up the video, especially since we've been doing it for three hours. But uh, we, we should cut this short. Resume. I, I gotta get going too. All right, for sure. Um, let's just stop this. Is this list. We're still like. 
We're not even halfway through it. We're not halfway through this list. So we're going to stop it here. We've been at this for a while, and we'll read the rest of the list later. And I don't know. I, th- I think we're going to come out pretty informed about all these things. All right, man. So I'm going to let you go. Um, good talking to you. And let's figure out some solutions later, man. Let's start thinking about where to go. Keep that in our mind. Yeah. Sure. Catch up later. Peace. Later.